Um, okay. Moving on. Oh, man. I know. Vox Machina Origins, the hardcover physical copy, went on sale today. Uh, and is available for purchase now through our friends at Dark Horse. Uh, you can find all the details at critroll.com. Uh, it includes the collection of the six-issue Vox Machina Origins comic arc, previously digital release only, uh, as well as a bunch of extras in the back about the, the art process and the designing of the characters, a whole map of Stillben, and a bunch of information about some of the characters, creatures, and items that you see throughout the story for possible use in your home game. Um, but anyway, check it out. hope you enjoy it. Uh, we're real proud of it. Um, Stream of Many Eyes starts tomorrow. Um, where uh, Ashley and me are going to be playing on a game tomorrow night for, uh, for Force Gray. And then a bunch of us are going to be there Sunday throughout the day doing various games. Uh, you can check out dnd.wizards.com slash S-O-M-E for all the information for this weekend. Uh, if you can't be there in person, they are streaming it, so at least you can check it all out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Cool reveals and crazy things. It's so crazy. Um... See, Talk to Machina is every Tuesday evening at 7 p.m. Pacific, where our fantastic recently escaped from the far realm, Brian W. Foster, will be hosting uh, to discuss next week the things that happen in this week's episode you're about to see. Um, so check it out. It should be fun. Um, and uh, I will be at Acon June 8th through the 10th. So in a couple weeks, I'll be out there at Dallas-Fort Worth with panels, signings, and going to talk and hang out with people as much as I can. So if you're in that area, come say hello. Uh, I believe. Oh, wait, I got one thing. Oh, what you got? What you got, Laura? Oh, well, I was just perusing our store recently because full of stuff. sometimes I do that. Full of good stuff. It is full of good stuff. But something I noticed that we haven't announced is that the rings that we had forever ago? The D20 rings? The D20 oh, spinner rings? Oh, sure. oh, yeah. Those things are in the store right now. Whoa. I don't know if we found, like, a, a like, stockpile of them that we had <laughs> But there are some in the store right now. That's right now. Were the 20 is just the CR logo, too? Yeah. Oh, shit. Sure. I don't know. We just found some right now. Because they're there. There's a bunch of other stuff, too, T-shirts and stuff. But, like, the spinner ring is there for, like, maybe five more seconds, maybe. I don't know. I, I do like that we have mystery caches of, like, old items showing up. It's a perpetual surprise. You never know what you'll see. And new items. Oh. New items on sale oh. right now. It's so pretty. It's so pretty. Also, Hydra is going to go feel better. Look at that! Look at that! Look at it on paper! Look at the color! You can hold it and taste it and smell it! Olivia Sampson, our fantastic critter artist, did such a great job on this series. If you haven't had a chance to hear her work, please do. She's amazing. That's it. No more. And on that note, let us all jump in to tonight's episode of Critical Role.
welcome back. That was pretty creative. Well done. That was you were totally good. That's a six level spell. Anyway, uh, welcome back. To catch up on what previously occurred, the Mighty Nine had decided to leave Zadash in the wake of the now-declared war between the Dwendalian Empire and the Jorhassian hordes to the east. You uh, decided to side with the gentleman, uh, a purveyor of various uh, darker and underhanded deeds throughout the side of the empire who offered you two possible contracted options. You chose both and proceeded onto your first leg of this journey to the northeast, to the Labenda Swamp, and to the city of Barrelbin, where you were tasked to discover what had happened to a, a, a safe house of which various smuggled goods would be stored and then transported through that had gone dark for a number of weeks. You packed up, made your way in that direction, traversed through the outskirts of the swamp, managed to save a tiny bird friend from being consumed by a few large crocodiles, um, and scoured the swamp city of uh, Barrelben in search of some means of information to find the individual that the gentleman says would be able to help you in this journey, uh, Fabron. Fabron was found, drunken, disorderly, uh, in the Keystone Pub. That's so sexy. Oh, so sexy. He's a, he's a, right, a right nice one. Um, but no, uh, so you um, managed to interrogate him, made him an offer he couldn't refuse, and he agreed to lead you on to where this safe house exists within the swamp. You rented out the rooms in the subterranean chambers of the old and almost collapsed pub. You separated yourselves for the evening, completed your rest, and we pick up as morning comes to greet you. Lightless, as there are no windows, and you just eventually come to on what you assume is an evening's full rest. But you all independently come to shake your heads and get yourself prepared for what the next day's journey arises. Uh, you gather your things, and you glare at the <laughs> rather awkward Fabron across the way. As you wake up, he's just sitting there watching you sleep. Wow. I'm going to pull the bed out from the door. Are you ready to get up? Well, I mean, I'm ready to do whatever you want. Lead away. Great. Open the door. You guys begin to (laughs) cuddle in a pile in our room. We have sledges with fluffy with Kiri yeah, kind of in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a little. Mm-hmm. A little cuddle pile. Yeah. It's sharp. <laughs> oh. Um. Don't sleep with the daggers, Kiri. You have to remove them. <laughs> we should have talked about that last night. Yeah. 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 I'm going rewind. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys all begin to, to gather and make your way up the ladder through the hatch on the floor of the Keystone Pub, which is not bustling by any means, but there are maybe three patrons in the process of having their morning ale. Um, you glance over the side and you can see Dent Bond Swallows in the process of cleaning off a number of the glasses from the night before. He kind of looks over in your direction. All right, right, bright morning to y'all. I can rise up. Would you like breakfast of some kind? Eh? That's a lot of fucking energy this early in the morning. God. <laughs> I would like so much of whatever you have, please. Thank you. Right, right. Come in right up. Can't find a place to sit. Be with you in about an hour. An hour? Well, I'm going to make your food. Oh. You have to go and kill it first? Yeah. <laughs> Counting like, about an hour. 
a little time. Yeah, what are we going to do until then? Like an I mean, should we kind of like explore the street that we're on? I mean, we've got a long wait time. Should we see if the, oh no, the horses would take the, the mm-hmm. they took the car. Okay. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all situated there. Uh, there is, uh, in kind of the far corner of the chamber, uh, kind of the, the back wall opposite to the right of where the stage is being constructed, though right now it looks like there's no current construction going on at the moment, uh, a hooded figure is slowly walking towards the table where you guys are kind of deciding whether or not to sit. We run forward and we get the table first. <laughs> okay. You may just sit on one of the small benches in the side, kind of... <laughs> And it scrapes the ground a bit as you push into the side. And I, the, I take my staff and I lay it long ways <laughs> over the entire bench on the other side. The old movie theater crowd. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The, the, the cloak figure kind of stops and kind of takes in this physical display <laughs> and then continues to approach. Frumpkin walks to the edge of the table and shows his butthole uh, and lifting his tail up. Can, Mark, if you want to step in. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Humes, longtime friend, Dungeon Master, can't a high roller. I just can't believe he got here. You tried, you tried. <laughs> never, never. Um, so, uh, you, the first thing you see, uh, are the, the individuals you've been waiting throughout the evening to show up, begin to step through, groggily complain about the space, and then claim a table as you begin to try and approach, which you are greeted with stairs, and a cat butthole. Um, this table is taken by the Mighty Nine, but, you know, if you need anything, there's other tables. Oh, uh, yeah, hi. Um, I, actually, I, I kind of... You see this, uh, I guess, a, a feminine-looking figure, uh, long black hair uh, that covers her almost the entire side of her left face, um, wearing a kind of hood-up, dark green cloak, uh, black and green clothes. You can occasionally see, like, green ribbons in her in long hair. And she kind of just, I'm, I'm really sorry to bother you guys. Just, um, I couldn't help but overhear some conversation you had last. Uh, I'm sorry to be really forward. Are you heading into the swamp today? Are you listening into our conversation? I, uh, not, not on purpose. Just, uh, I'm really desperate to find a way into the swamp. And, and you were talking really loudly. That's accurate. Oh my, you're blue. And she, oh, and she kind of looks up at you. And yeah. you're not. <laughs> No, um, no, I, you're so cute. Uh, and he like, looks around. Uh, if you don't mind us asking, why uh, are you heading into the swamp yourself? Oh, uh, well, it's, it's kind of a long story. Just this, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of also a bit of a well. I, I, I mean, you guys haven't been hired by like any creepy people in dragon masks, have you? You don't you don't know anyone like that. I mean, not for several years for yeah, a different reason. Definitely a long time since I've yeah. yeah. I've mask. never seen anyone in a dragon mask. Wasn't that creepy? Story. Definitely coming to that one. We've been hired by creepy people, but not by. <laughs> oh, so I'm wearing a mask, but that is a different kind of mask. Oh, 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 it's not a dragon mask. Same kind of creepy, though. And what is a bird? What is that? A bird. Like that? It walks around? A bird. She- she walks around. Just she walks uh, around. Repeat stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. She's kind of the best. She's adorable. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> what are you doing, you? <laughs> 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 but, oh my God. Perturbation. So she wait. 
dagger out. No, 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 it's probably not so much right now as that. I've never seen a bird like that before. It can talk. Is that your daughter? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he's my dad. Don't speak to the adults, honey. Just stay quiet. That's what I thought. Green ears and then like... Anyway, sorry, I'm getting distracted from what you asked me. That happens sometimes. Just give me a nudge and I'll get back on track. There's something out in the swamp. There's there's somewhere, um, like a smuggler's holdout or like a storehouse, I think, maybe. Mm. And yeah, there's, that's that's, crazy. A, that's a weird thing to put in the middle of the swamp. Yeah, well, anyway, what convenient. is it that you need with that, though? Well, there's somebody was transporting an item I'm looking for, and I think it's there. And I need to get it before some other people get it, but I'm not stealing it. I'm just... Well, I kind of am stealing it, but I'm, I'm taking it back for a good reason. Are the people in the dragon masks that want it? Yeah, 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 it is, yeah. You look trustworthy. You look trustworthy. Are you getting paid for this uh, item? Retrieval? Yeah. No, it, it's more of a personal thing. I want to make sure it doesn't get into the wrong hands. Hmm. Yeah, your underwear? <laughs> what? Yeah, what's, what's the item? I mean, really I'm sure my father would want to know what's the item. Your underwear? It's a bowl? I know that sounds weird. I think it's part of a ritual, and I, and I need to get like it. A, like a bowl or a bow? I've never seen a bowl like that. You couldn't, you couldn't get a lot of soup in a bowl like that, bitch. I mean, like a big bowl. A soup bowl, then? What have you been doing after school, honey? After school, You have a very comfortable relationship. It's really nice. Very open, yeah. You need to have that trust between family. You want to have a big bowl. So you're searching for a bowl? Yeah. Oh, that's right. And used in rituals. I think so, yes. Right. Um, I, yeah, I, I just... I need to make sure it doesn't fall into the wrong hands. Yeah, our business way. might be headed out that way a little later today. Does she have any weapons on her that are visible? Uh, make, a, uh, make a perception check. Not me! You're not grabbing yes. it, it's okay. That's okay, 17. Ooh. Hey, grasping about. Yeah, so uh, there's no obvious weapons that you can see on her, but she has like this long green coat cloak that's really covering her left side, and you would probably see that there's black scales all over her kind of left side, and she's deliberately holding her arm completely hidden. Her arm's vi- un- invisible underneath the cloak. Also, I'm wondering if she seems straightforward. Is the nervousness an act or uh... make an inside check? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Welcome to playing with Caleb. Inside check. Inside check. I've seen the show. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Um, it, it seems to be rather forthright. Uh, forthright. You're not. Yeah. Seems to be on the level. Okay. Um, and and the, the not a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, it, it's yeah. It, she seems. She seems nervous. She seems. You know, yeah. based on what you're asking. Yeah. Um, and as far as the, the features, if I recall, they're... Is it half-elven? Uh, yeah, so yeah. the other, the human half looks half-elven. So yeah. ever so slightly um, elven features, slightly pointed ear, okay. but the left side covered. All right. All right, so you're looking for a bowl, a dangerous bowl. A bowl used in rituals. Yeah, you don't want to get it in the wrong hands because... Of people in dragon masks. 
Do you think they're sending people wow. to get it there before you? I, just, I love your jewelry, by the way. It's really nice. Thank you. I, I picked everything out myself. This yeah. is all, all put together. <laughs> also, why why do these people want the bowl that you're talking about? Uh, um, do any of them have holy symbols or religious symbols anywhere on their phone? I'm literally covered in them. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, like na- name, I, I'm literally the, the code is made up of like seven different options. Yeah. Everybody who is legal within the empire. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, but there's also yeah, there's yeah, the mix, one mix, dragon, one of the yeah, yeah, dragon. Okay, numbers. so when she sees, she notices the, the platinum dragon. Uh, are you a worshiper of the platinum dragon by any chance? Sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, if, if you're traveling with somebody who's a worshiper of the platinum dragon, I, I guess I can trust you. Oh, good for us. He's um, incredibly trustworthy, and he worships like crazy. That's what everybody says. Oh, that's um. Well, by the gods, remind me, remind me to show you my tapestries. Okay. Is that code for something? Or no, it's literally my tapestry. No, <laughs> don't touch him. Why? He's had them wrapped around his Like, oh my good. Uh, well, um, she's high on sugar. Don't don't listen to her. Anyway, so uh, yeah, the do you have you ever heard of the scale tyrant? No. no. Well, it's probably a good thing. They're not a very nice goddess, and I and the worshippers of her are after this bowl, and I I need to stop them getting it. They're not they're not good people. And you have a reason to believe that they are expeditiously heading towards this bowl as well. <sighs> they bought it, and and I think that they're after it now. Yes. Uh, this is a, a, a very tactless question, but you are talking about the scaled. Uh, Tyrant, and you're also sporting some scales. Is that a coincidence, or are they related? Um, um, I'm sorry. Just a lot of people get really nervous when they see them. Uh, they don't. I, I'm not diseased or cursed or anything. Just yeah. I, I oh, like. We're, we're pretty cool. And she brushes the hair up to a side, and she adjusts the cloak, and you can see the whole left side is black dragon scales, and what? her hand is a draconic claw, what? and a black dragon tail kind of sweeps out from under the cloak. I'm like a tenth dragon, um, and some people get freaked out by that. You sure you're just a tenth? Yeah, well, that's I think so. Uh, all I know is that a long my a great ancestor of mine was a was a black dragon, um, and I've kind of inherited some of that. Like a full dragon? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what they... That's what I've told, been told. I think he's pretty sexy, to be honest. Uh, you see Fabron there is this kind of creepier old man, kind of balding, little liver spotted, missing most of his teeth, on an eye kind of wandering a bit. No. Well, he's going to take us where we need to go. Oh, so... He's work for hire. Okay. All right. Well, um, I'm just going to... I will say, I've had a... Away from this guy. I've had shorter conversations with family members. What's your name? Oh, sorry. I'm I'm Kellyanna. You can call me Kelly. Kelly? Kelly. 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 Yeah. Kellyanna. That's cool. Hi. Nice to meet you. What are your names? Welcome to the Mighty Nines! The little bird creature begins to chirp in your direction. It's <laughs> a really long name. Oh, Kiri. Oh, Kiri. Oh, nice look. Uh, hello, Kiri. I am Kelly. Kiri. Oh, I'm Kelly. No, you're Kiri. Yep. You're Kiri. No, I'm Kelly. Only 56 more minutes till breakfast. 
for the sake of expediency. Um, <laughs> you share what information you choose to in that space of time, but uh, food does come to you piecemeal as uh, your your fine uh, dent monsolo friend decides to deliver it plate by plate as it arrives. It's passable. Most of it's little overcooked uh, breakfast meats, a bit of uh, rubbery egg. And that's about it. Nice. Yeah. Mm. Good, good swamp breakfast. Mm. Good we need more sugar here. Well, listen, we are kind of heading in that direction. I won't be a burden or anything, um, I, I, but if you don't mind me coming, I could just use the help the swamps. I tried to go out in it by myself, and there's something out there. Yeah, something giant one. I've seen some of those. I avoid them, but there's also something else. I, I haven't quite seen it yet. You hear this deep, horrible growling sound that kind of echoes around you. That, that, I heard that noise. You see Kiri's feathers fluffing up as she does it. Have we ever heard this sound before? It's the sound of the crocodile oh, okay. in the battle before. Yeah. Frumpkin travels over to Kiri and starts going for the nestles against Kiri. And Kiri starts um, <laughs> fluffing and kind of uh, loosely purring back. Is that is that cat with you? Cats are with me. Oh, cats don't like me, so just they, they tend yes, to really freak out. I understand that completely. You and I, we're going to be real close. I, I can feel. Smell the dragon blood. I know. Like they can feel. Yep. There's a fear. As well. No. No. Oh. No. I take a I'm allergic. Step and a half away from Kelly. Kelly, <laughs> did you hear any howling in this swamp? Because we heard there were howling monsters. Uh, but yeah, there's nothing that, that can, was howling-esque necessarily, but you didn't travel too far into the swamp. No, I, I didn't really go that far deep in with the gators and some shadows moving mm-hmm. around. I I know a little magic, but I, I've never fought before, so... You you've you've never fought? fought? No, I, I had a bit of a um, recluse upbringing. I learnt magic. I, I know a few spells, um, and they, I, I learnt how to, to control it a bit. Um, the draconic blood gives me some magic, but I've never been in a, a real fight before. Well, Caleb can teach you all about magic. He knows all the spells, and he's very, very wise. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Although I don't think we're going to have time for that. If you're going to join us, you're going to have to work for your food. You understand? Mm-hmm. I do, yeah. yeah. My name's Ford, by the way. Nice to meet you, Ford. Bo. Bo? Yeah. Caleb? Caleb? Yeah. Bren. Bren? Mm-hmm. Just those fancy pants. Oh, that's a brilliant name. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, Molly. Molly. Yasha. I haven't spoken to you. You're very big. Yeah, I, I mean, that's just me. I like your black and white hair. That's cool. You're very, uh, you're very excitable. Yeah. This oh, is Kiri. Kiri. But can you, can you, you know, shoot out fire out, out your nose and all that? Um, well, kind of, yeah. one nostril? Uh, I, I could try, yeah. Um, some, it mainly, if I breathe, it, it's more acid. Um, but I can control some fire as well. Do you have one little, one little wing back there too? Uh, no, no, I have no wings. Uh, no, just, just, just the tail and, and yeah. the core. Um, that would have been cool though. The core's kind of sharp. I, I, I learned to fight with it a little bit, so... Can I see it? Uh, yeah, I'm just 
There's nobody, is there anybody else around in the tavern kind of thing? I mean, there's, at this point, two other patrons, but they're not really paying attention. I'll just put my back to them, and then I'll move up to Yasha, and she kind of takes her cloak off and brings out this scale. Jesus Christ! <laughs> that's brilliant. That was, that's your arm! Is that the... <laughs> yeah, that's the run. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, don't get me wrong, I still think it's pretty boxing. Uh, somehow, even creepier. You know what? It's amazing. I appreciate that you're so accepting of everything, Fabron. It's quite nice. Yeah. Been around as long as I have. You kind of just live a life and beggars can't be choosers. Um, I am right back in a bit. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I'm happy to help and, and work and, and do what you need me to. I, I just, I really need to get this item. I, I need to make sure it's... It... I, I understand. Um, unfortunately, my daughter is very particular about shiny and expensive things, so if this bowl has any worth, I'm afraid we might need to be compensated for our troubles. Did you happen to bring any coin with you? Um, only a little. I, uh, I could maybe trade you something for it, uh, but I'd like to keep it on me for now, if you don't mind. It's just a, it's a small trinket. It's got a little bit of magic, but... Fair enough. And she holds, you can see um, on her human arm, it's a silver bracelet with a kind of like little Ooh. charm token hanging off it with a green emerald. Ooh, I love trinkets. It's, it's, it's an arcane focus, I'm told, but it has a, a little magic to it. Trinkets are pretty great. They are. They always have. We normally have a no stranger policy, but uh, we'll keep a close eye on you. And if you get up to any tricksy business... I promise I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm no tricksy business for me. I, 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 I hear I'm you the, talking I'm still. Yeah, Yasha and Molly, they'll remove your head for you. You understand? Yeah. Very, very gently and politely, but yeah. yeah. And you know what? I really like your scales. That would probably just fashion like a cool... Yasha! I'm not going to do it, I'm just saying it's really cool. Full transparency. We're not responsible for any injury or death that you may sustain while traveling with us, even if it is from a member of the Mighty Nine. Do we have a relief? Oh, I'm really fast. Oh, illustrated? Yes. Yeah, it all the things with uh -huh. happen. Uh -huh. 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 Uh and I'm going to use the color ink from my mom to make it really gory. Trying to like burn me? You're not threatening to kill me, like because I'm cursed. Um, yeah, you all seem lovely, really. You're much better than most people I have to deal with, to be honest. Here you go. You can sign this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, we have a deal. Good, you're in. Come. Welcome to the Mighty Nine. Welcome to the Mighty Nine. It's adorable. Oh, shit, there's that. No, we're not at work anymore. Oh, well, we'll see how we are at the end of the day. I bet that'll fix itself. Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when you write the name down, there's actually the Zimian word for no, so even if there's no people, then it's double on the Let's go. Wait, we have an eat? Or yes, we have. Oh, God. <laughs>
All right, so you gather your you gather your things, finish off the remainder of your lackluster breakfast. Uh, at this point now, the um, the morning air is chilled, uh, though there is still kind of a humidity that permeates the the, the swamp vicinity. Uh, you hear the the bugs beginning to grow louder with the distant, almost like cicada and cricket sounds in the distance kind of echoing through the swamp. There is a low fog that is fairly prominent this early in the morning. Um, you can see about maybe 15 or 20 feet beyond the barrier uh, of the outer swamp before the moisture begins to pick up, and you just see kind of the shaded trunks of trees beyond that for another 60 or so feet before it becomes completely obscured by fog. It's creepy. Yeah. Does it always do that? Always. On this time of year, it does, I. It's just um, getting close to winter. Do we have basically zero visibility? Well, zero visibility. Uh, you, you have about, about say, traveling in the about 30 feet of general visibility, and then it begins to get a little bit beyond that. Uh, at this point, Vermont chimes in. Don't worry, it kind of burns off a bit as the day goes on, so... Uh, Ron, any suggestions whether to move through the muck, fine land, or through the trees? I mean, you're going to go through all of it, really. But we're going to head for the, um, the outside of the Untalock. The where? The Untalock. Untalock. Under the lake? We're heading towards the lake. We're going to go ahead and try and make our way around the outskirts of it. But we're going to have to coast through the swamp to get there. So, um, that way we're not trudging through kind of the main central area too much. Are we taking the cart or just going on foot? Oh, we're taking that with us. Nice. No, that's going yeah, to be fine. The daughter who got it from here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do I have my allowance now? No. You've been not. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not even. He is, but fair. But fair. As you guys are prepared to try. As you guys are, are, are plotting means out there, you can see uh, Kiri is, like, has the dagger out and is, like, practicing little swings excitedly. Kill all of it! Kill the fog, Kiri! <laughs> Just charging towards the fog. Um... So Kiri has run past the barrier of the puddles on the north side of the city and is now just swinging wildly oh, into the fog. Kiri, come there. back! Kiri! Kiri, come back! Kiri, come back! Kiri, Kiri, Kiri! Runs back, kind of feet leading up uh, a trail behind her. She's stepping through the uh, you know two to three inches of swamp water across this district. We we'll have to be careful. There's lots of creatures around that could hurt you. you know? There's lots of creatures around that could hurt you. Yeah. You always Ooh. want to stay together. You never want to split the party. Mm. Yeah, stay close. Stay close to us. Gets right behind the Asha and kind of just like sticks right to her back with the dagger out in the opposite side, just going. Yeah. We should really give some like ancient or something to put that knife away. I think you tell kids to run with scissors. She'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Can we check and make sure nobody's following us as we're heading out? A perception check. Yeah, that's a Oh, plus four, uh, 16. 16. Uh, you take a moment to just kind of scout the vicinity. And uh, at this point in the morning, it's 
maybe about nine o'clock or so, uh, judging by the little, what, where you can see the source of sunlight in the somewhat clouded sky. Um, glancing around the city, not a lot of folks are moving. It seems like kind of the nature of the swamp town is a little bit of a slower pace of living just by the nature of location, and the few folks that are wandering around the streets are kind of slowly getting to their daily chores and business. Um, no one seems to be particularly interested in you. A few folks look over because you are a gathered, motley crew on the edge of town, but there's no one who seems to be very focused in what's going on. Yeah. We're the best-looking people in this town. I think so. Isn't that right? saying something? Mm-hmm. So, you know, this group is uh, very uh, inclined, uh, uh, we're very skilled in arcane things. Uh, What is your specialty? Oh, well, um, you know how, like, some people learn magic from books, and some people get magic from, like, gods and stuff, right? Gods and stuff. Yeah, okay. My magic kind of comes from just me. Like, the draconic blood, I'm told, has magical essences to it. Yes. So cool, cool. Um, what can you do with it? Well, I, I don't know if I should. It's a lot of fire and acid mainly. Um, that seems to be related to the the type of dragon I'm, I'm from. Yeah, but I can, uh, I, I, I can conjure fire. Um, I can make a lot of fire. Um, varying degrees of fire, really, and acid. Do you have um, maybe like one B side besides the fire? <laughs> yeah. Besides fire and acid, um, a little bit of. Poi- like I can drain life force and things like that, and, and invigorate myself a little bit. Okay. Um, Say fire one more time. Fire. Thank you. Okay. Fire. 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 Oh. Uh, what kind of what kind of magic do you specialize in, Mr. Caleb? <laughs> wrapped, wrapped around his weenie. <laughs> is that like an implement or something? <laughs> you said the crows are really smart, so I'm guessing she knows a, what? So much quicksand in this swamp. Feeling <laughs> trapped. Uh, I feel like we have a little bit of an overlap. You know, I am able to. Uh, I know some. Uh, the fire. Yeah, yeah. Oh really? You don't have any dragon blood in you, do you? Oh, nine. Oh, that's good. Nine dragons. Nine dragons. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> you meant the Dominion nine, not, not the number. Step off to your mouth. <laughs> well done. Good joke. Shall we go? We good to go? Ready to move? Yeah. The longer we take, the more risk we run of getting there about night time. And I'm feeling a bit nervous about that, to be honest. No, please lead on. We're uh, we're quite anxious to get. Okay, there. so who's leading? You, well, you are. I'm pointing the direction, no, but I'm not standing at the front. For a hundred gold, I think you will. What about hundred gold? I'm leading. I'm pointing the direction, but look at me. I'm not going to defend you, well. No, well, how about you? I'm going to buy my bird. You're going to be lost in this swamp. One eye. He can't possibly it's see what's going on. Fine, I'll take the lead. Who wants to join me? I'll join you. Thank you. Oh, Thank you yeah, both. Really Don't fight. Don't no, fight. If you want, if you want, if you want to like, find Bo. I'm trying to wingman you here right now. I'll take. What are you talking? I'll take the the back. Probably right. Oh, I'll go in the back. Uh, yeah, I, I can, uh, close the yeah. Yeah. Or close up if need be. If need be, but you know, wait for the need to be. Uh, not for you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to use my ring of water walking and just, <laughs> I'm going to be, uh, oh, shit. the same level of, as Bo, except 30 feet to the right. 
Oh, right. Yeah, like the, the, the flanking of. I'm going to put <laughs> on my shoulder. Kiri on your shoulder? Yeah, so that she doesn't have to walk through them. Up. All right, so there's Kiri. She's kind of up there with the, the two kind of feather arms flopped over and kind of looking around. Holding on to you like, like your hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's really uh, Just like feathers uh, in your face. I'm like, where are we are positioned. What do you think? Uh, I, I'll go wherever you need me to. Mr. Field said that I had to do whatever, so uh, I'll go wherever. How does he know there's a J in your name, really? I honestly don't have an answer for that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> We're all pretty sure about that. Yeah. You said it right. It's Ford. Yeah, you got it. We're all right. It's Mr. Ford. All right. Mr. Ford. Jesus, Kieran. All right, let's go. Uh, so at this point, Sir Brown's like, all right, so looking out in this direction, uh, there's someone die. That way. What are you doing, big boy? Right. <clears throat> You're actually going to be like the scouting, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So as you guys begin to step past the outskirts of the puddles, your feet begin to sink thicker and thicker into the swamp floor as you further and further step away from this little bastion of civilization. The um, With each progressive footstep, you can see like the waves kind of ripple past and then hit patches of thick, elevated vegetation that's growing and rotting in small clusters simultaneously. Uh, the tree trunks that are faded shadows begin to come into view and you begin to see these twisted, gnarled trees covered in vines that dangle down from these high bows that barely uh, kind of cluster out sections of sunlight. Uh, and you pass out underneath, underneath those areas where bits of cloud begin to break through. It was a joke. Ah, I gotcha. I said, I said, high bows. That's loud. So in 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 pushing this forward and kind of guiding the path, um, I'm going to need to have Fabron and whoever is keeping watch on the exterior to both make survival checks. On the exterior. Well, what do you I'm, mean on the exterior? I'm keeping watch on the right. I'm keeping watch up front. All right. I can look on the back. The gators come from the left. Right. Well, the, well the, this this isn't a perception check. This is this is to just make their way through the swamp and keep oh. track of what's ahead. So, okay. Megan, for Braun and one of you, take point on that. Well. All right. All right. So, this? this is a survival, survival. check. Mm-hmm. Okay. Twenty. Uh, oh, I thought it was actually higher when I first looked at it. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Actually, both hold pretty high. So, over the next two hours or so, you guys managed to keep, for the most part, above any of the the deeper recesses of marsh water. Uh, kind of leaping from cluster of of, of tree base and uh, sections of ground that are mostly above the water line. Uh, it manages to go through without much of an issue. The fog does slowly begin to burn off as the hours progress, but it's still present. Um, it's You gather probably about the time you arrived, the end of day, uh, yesterday to the exterior of the Lavenda Swamp, there was just a faint bit of fog at the ground. It'll be a number of hours before you even reach that point, but it is progressing towards a more visible space. Um, so these two hours, you guys continue forward, being mindful and watching around. Those who are keeping watch need both of you to make perception checks. Or one of you make it with advantage, your choice. It's me and who? Me and who else is keeping a watch? You want to make it now? Uh, yeah. Go for you it. You want to make it with advantage or yeah. separate? All right. One. Mm, I'm going to go. It's not great for me either. <laughs> Six. 
Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go clear, clear on the left. <laughs> Man, which way am I looking? I don't know. It's really reassuring when there's a question mark on the end of your statement. LeBron, <laughs> generally how it goes. LeBron <laughs> at this point looking. He's just wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. And so it's like doing a little circle in the area and checking out some of the recent trees and looking at the, some of this guy. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I think we're going the right way. Oh. Right, just, just to be clear, your, your, your job, your only job, was to walk to a building and back for God knows how many years and you think we're going the right way. Yeah, we don't usually leave this early in the morning. Are you still drunk? Do you need to be drunk? Yeah. Not not what? I mean, um, <laughs> not a problem, Bren. Uh, would you help us? Oh, out? yes, it's me, Bren. Uh, yeah, I'll be right over. By <laughs> 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 looking around, I, uh, I will. Uh, uh, so, bro, do you have any cups? I don't want to. I don't want to do it. He pulls out kind of a, a half-filled wine skin and kind of that pours the water out. Have some, have some, oh, have some booze. I'll, I'll fill it to the brim. <laughs> he looks kind of curiously at the flask and the amount of liquid you poured in there. Cheers. Cheers indeed. <laughs> Tony Gould. And kind of like watches you drinking alcohol and is like confused. And gets a closer look at you at this point and goes, "Now it's not the time to start making judgments, sir." Uh, does that clear your memory? Aye, 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 it's this way. Uh, let's go make another uh, survival check. Okay. Mr. Ford, you're very liberal with your parenting. Don't get me funny. It's just me. Oh, that makes sense. Man, this is, that's really frustrating. Seven. Huh? Yeah, well, it was from Ron, who's this from Ron, and, uh, okay. Yeah, so close. All right. Well, they just wanted to do it individually because you have somebody outside of it. All right. So, along the path, as you guys are progressing for the next hour or so, uh, Fabron and Bo are keeping pace on this, uh, keeping watch, moving forward. You step through some of the more soggier areas of the swamp and, you know, your foot gets stuck a bit and it's starting to get a little more difficult to traverse. Everyone's like, oh, it's just a few more hours and we'll make our way to the outskirts of this. Uh, but, like, it'll be a lot easier then. Trust me. It'll be fine. Uh, Sorry. Sounds great. At this point, Ford, as you are stepping to the front, you come around the corner and without notice, there's this strange sound. This Uh-oh. And there's a cloud of, of, of pollen-like pollen pores just kind of in the air, right where you are. Um, I need you to go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. <coughs> oh, no. He's very wrong. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 14. 14, okay. You manage to pull back with coughing a bit, and your, your head goes dazed for a moment, but you manage to shrug it off. Oh. And you guys look ahead, and... and Beyond the area where Ford was kind of pushing around one of the trees, you can see this large, almost like a 30-foot-wide cloud of, white, of yellowish pollen. And, it, and just slowly settles into the swamp area. 
Can we see a source for that, where it came from, a plant? or a uh, the, the, the whole mess of, like, twisted vines and plant matter in the center of the space. Uh, where it seemed to emit from in the center, though, you do see what looks to be one large, uh, almost like a fern-type plant that's kind of left open in, like, three uh, or four large leaves that are spread outward. I think that doesn't look very hospitable. LeBron, avoid those yeah, are these, is this the thing that happens, I'm assuming? Uh, oh, I haven't actually seen this close to one of them. Oh, I usually avoid them. Um, so let's avoid it, eh? <laughs> um, hello, Mr. Thorpe? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this is... Uh, do you want me to burn it all away? Callie, that is a very good idea. Like that area, right? Like, is that where it came from? I mean, just hoping the pollen's not flammable, but sure, try it. Is it flammable, Mr. Creepy Pervert? <laughs> um, first off, I resent that. Do you? <laughs> uh, I think it was pretty respectable, actually, all things considered. Uh, I'll take that. Um, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll figure it's probably in the way. Burn it if you can. I right. trust it. How, how wide radius is this area? Uh, this, this, I mean, this vicinity is about 30 feet uh, around this particular plant in the center that's kind of lying open face to the sky. 20 foot radius, which kind of. Uh, it would cover the plant, definitely. Fireball. <laughs> uh, so she, the dragon claw kind of comes out, and you watch as this green flame magic kind of coalesces, and she flicks out this green orb that flies down, and then when it hits, detonates. And you watch as it emits this large blast of orangish red fire that burns in the area, good, a little damage. Okay. Can you fix somebody? Yeah. Fix more. There's three. Feel free to dive in the bag for anything you need. I was, I'm trying to get to my bag. Oh, you got money? What? She's still with a baby. She's in the way. Get used to it. Look, baby. Wow. I'm taking it. That's a six. Yes, yeah. He's a high moment. Oh, Twenty-eight points. Twenty-eight points of fire damage. As this explosion immediately evaporates kind of the, the fog in the area, and a large part of the ground now is dried off, and you see this kind of mist of the steam out of where the detonation happened. The plant in the center, which is now more visible, you can see kind of snap shut. This giant, almost uh, three or four-part maw kind of closes in the space with these almost plant-like teeth, and it's still there kind of writhing in pain from the explosion. It lacks Laxes opens up a bit. I mean, it's just slowly shift in your direction. It looks hurt, but it's still alive. Caleb. It moves. Sacred flame. Uh, fireball. All right. Ooh, all fireball. Fire. Sacred flame. Fire. Uh, sacred flame. That's cock. Uh, that's a 15. 15. Yeah, so so no no sacred flame, but 17 for fireball. 17 hits. Roll damage. Uh, not that much, actually. You're going to have a fight, right? Oh, no, two uh, Yes, I'll put a fight. <gasps> no, yeah, for a flame, yeah. Uh, that is a 12. 12? Yeah, All right, 12 points of damage. If, if you slam it with the fireball, it kind of... <laughs> and keeps kind of moving forward, but oh, it's... Oh. <laughs> Roll another 15. Damn it. Yeah, if you keep giving me six second increments, I'm just going to go... Yep. <laughs> when it's in 60 feet, I just flash it as well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sixteen. Sorry. Get rid of a bomb. I'll give it. I'll give it. I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll reach up near my eye, and you see this little arc of energy pop out from my eye towards my hand, and I'll throw it forward and cast a witch bolt. Witch. Okay. 
<laughs> As you guys are all preparing your various uh, cantrips and, and, and spells against it, it begins lurching forward. You can see like the charred edges of this large vegetable plant, and then four steps forward, sending this arc of kind of darker gray green energy that strikes into it. Roll damage. Roll the hit first. Oh, the victory, yeah. Ten plus six, sixteen. Sixteen hits. Okay, great. This is overkill. Three d twelve. Oh shit. That's nine. Over, overkill. Oh, my God. Good roll. Uh, twenty-seven points of damage. Nice. As it strikes this 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 large uh, like trap like plant, it hits the center of it. You watch as it kind of bubbles up for a second. The green and red matter of the interior kind of swells and it just pops like a horrible flesh filled water balloon and just spatters across various areas. You guys have to kind of like take a step back and it kind of glides against your knee and thighs a bit. you keep out my just to avoid you. Um, but it it lies now decimated and sinking slowly into the swamp water. I'm sorry, I thought I'd kill it the first time. Sorry you had to do that. Oh, it was really an encouraging display. I was not expecting it to be so durable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. it's just a plot. You're yeah. not really avoid those in the future, huh? Well, that's one in, a, in, a, in, a, in an entire swamp of vegetation, so we should be good now. How's it going over there, guys? No, there's going to be loads of swamps, Mr. Caleb. Anything on the right? Nope, all clear. Anything on the left? Right. No, I'm, I'm kind of asking. Lord, I'm asking for anything on the left. On the make left? a perception check. Thank you. Is there something on the left? <laughs> Not anymore. Is this nice. roll? Who else make a perception check? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> 13. <laughs> 13? Okay. As a a brief breeze blows through the swamp as you guys move on from this positioning, uh, you hear a very faint hiss through the distant branches of trees, kind of singing in unison as bits of leaves and vines can clatter against themselves from the ship. But you manage to catch a sound upon the wind that is unfamiliar to the rest of the natural breeze. It's almost like a like a like a chime, like a wooden chime. I hear something. I hear a chime. No, like little wind chimes like we had at home. Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah. Can, can call me anything we can them in our balcony. Oh. You kind of listen up and you can hear it for a moment too as the breeze blows through a second time. Kiri kind of makes the same sound. The little bamboo ones. Those are great. Looks like it's it's a little bit northward of where you're headed, a little north. Is north that where the thing is that we're going? Uh, I mean, it could be. Uh, it's that way. It's mostly on the way. <coughs> I mean, if you trust him, we could avoid it, though. Oh, so it's not the safe house. It's another building for sure. I don't know what the hell that is. I haven't heard that out here before. Oh, we should find out what it is. I actually tend to agree. I don't want to leave things undiscovered. Are you sure about that? What did we pay you for? I'm helping you. Mm-hmm. Are you? It's questionable. Yeah. It's honestly That's debatable. What are you doing, space? We, uh, we're some, we're some fun. Don't thank me. Oh, You're weird. Yeah. 
I'm going to sit on a, a relatively dry spot if I can find one, and I am going to go blind and deaf and send Frumpkin in the direction uh, with Chester's help towards uh, the sound that she heard. Okay. okay. Make it drier for Caleb using shape water, just kind of like dry out some of the area. Sure. You can like cause a bit of the the, the, the swamp mass to kind of pull back a bit. And <laughs> so Frumpkin, it takes a little bit because this terrain is not very conducive to prowling cats of Frumpkin's size, but Frumpkin heads on for a bit. Um, coming across the source, <laughs> coming across the source of this sound, um, you see about 100 or so feet ahead in the direction where you heard the sound, hanging from one of the branches, there is indeed what looks to be a cluster of, of carved chimes that are dangling from a piece of twine there. They're just kind of Whoa. banging into each other every now and then the breeze slowly comes through. It's on a branch, yeah. Oh, that's creepy. And I will give the group like a basic narration as I see these things. You can give a perception check for uh, Pumpkin. Uh, my basic perception check is not too bad. It is uh, 16. 16. Okay. Uh, from Frumpkin's view underneath, you get a close look at it, and the, the material of the chime isn't wood. It appears to be yellowed, old, dried, hollowed bone. Uh, and the twine itself is not twine. It appears to have been tanned or dried sinew. Oh, yeah! Sinew. Sinew, yeah. Super inviting. It's a small tendon. Yeah. All chimes were made of wood. How much of it are Frumpkin and I looking at? It's a one little uh, ditty, or is it all? Are we talking two detectives here? Or? Uh, currently, it's just the one chime. Do you see, um, does Frumpkin see anything around, like any living things? I don't hear shit. <laughs> does, this sound, does this sound like some sort of ward against the undead or some sort of... It doesn't catch your mind as anything that is a, a defensive mechanism to undead that you would recognize. It's hanging from a tree? It is, about seven feet above Frumpkin. I am going to send Frumpkin up the tree. Okay. I am going to send Frumpkin... That's true. ...towards the branch... <laughs> Uh, from him manages to climb the tree using the outside of the, the somewhat twisted bark getting to the top. Uh, from that viewing point, as someone gets out there, you can... Is he trying? I tried to hold Caleb's hand. What is Okay. You do see from the top of the branch, beyond the edge of the fog, there looks to be uh, a thick tree that has broken and fallen over about maybe 10 feet from the base. Uh, the heavy roots kind of rise up into this, this trunk that still stands about 9 or 10 feet from the base of the swamp floor. Um, but it appears like there is a hollow carved into it, circular, and what looks to be some sort of a curtain that is uh, currently pressed, bolted, or nailed into it that is partially blocking what looks to be an opening into the tree. Like sealed or, or, or nailed in so that it's just hanging down? It's just hanging down, and, with, and like a, 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 every now and then a faint breeze comes through, and you see it kind of shift ever so slightly, but it's a heavy material. Okay. What I would like to attempt to do is uh, send Frumpkin up to and stick his head inside, and as soon as I get a little peeky-poo, send my fingers and bend him out into the face. Okay. As Frumpkin, make a self check. Come on, Frumpkin. 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 Okay. That's good. Good to know. So, it is better than 12. It is better than 12. So, 
has shrunken stalks up, through avoiding the, the the slight depressed elements of the floor that kind of filled with the thicker bog water. Uh, coming upon the outskirts, you can see the, the curtain that hangs is not cloth. It appears to be a scaled leather-like material, actually pretty similar to what you had carved from sure. the crocodile the day before, but long weathered, uh, and it's dry towards the top of the base of it. seems to have been uh, just progressively moistened by the, the, the swamp around it, and as such, it has kind of uh, it's slightly decomposing, and there's a bit of moss and algae that's kind of grown on it, kind of getting almost a lighter green at the tip. Um, looking inside, there is a layer of bones that are all broken and chipped to the point where it's kind of given a textured base to the floor. Um, you're not, from uh, this view, you're not able to make out what, what the bone source is or what they're from, but there is, there is a kind of gentle layer of bones of varying degrees of age to them. Um, within there, you also see... Um, there is kind of natural rot on the inside of this trunk that's kind of let it easy to be carved away. There appears to be a matted pile of something in the corner. Other than that, in the brief instant that Vemkin's paying attention, it appears to be empty. Vemkin returns to his realm. Uh, Oh, yeah, like I was saying to you, uh, there's a tree out there, and there is uh, uh, something uh, sleeping in it. Did you hear anything? Snoring? No, no, no but there are a lot of bones uh, there. They looked like, um, they did not look like Dinosaur. chicken. They are not chicken bones. But gator bones, maybe so? Uh, well, they're probably smaller than that, yeah. Uh, you didn't get a good look. didn't get a good look. You really kind of quickly went... <laughs> yeah. Uh, bones aren't normally a very good sign. Yeah, very good. And there was something in the corner, something uh, something that it was not bones, but it wasn't moving. I bet it was a friendly person. It definitely wasn't the thing we are looking for. You didn't happen to see a bowl, did you? You did not see the bowl. bowl. You would, I made a perception check. Uh, in the brief instant you looked in there, you, made, you got a few details in the interior before pulling away. Just bone, not now bowls, but bones. Let's go to the safe house. And then we'll come back if we are not completely almost dead and see what we see best. Safe it's for a rainy day. Very well. And especially if there's no bowl in the safe house, then we know some other place to look for it. Yeah. Yeah. This she, one, and give me a bonus only if we can, if we feel up to it. Do you think we'll be able to find our way? Hmm? You think we'll be able to find our way back here? Or should we mark a tree or something like that? Let's mark a tree. Well, I've got that. Mr. Brown doesn't seem to know which way his ass is. So. That's not true at all. Which way is yes? It's And north is... <laughs> it's that way. North is... No, it is that way. That's what I said. You're pointing over there, I'm pointing over here. North is that way. I'm going to pull, yeah. out, pull out my sword. I'm going to carve into the side of the tree a big sign that says, Here lies Salty Pete, with an arrow down straight below. Where's <laughs> <laughs> Salty Pete? I don't know, but it sounds like something awful happened to him, doesn't it? Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we have a way of maybe magically marking this as well so we have a bit of a compass? A compass? Yeah, like a point. Like, can you can you do a thing where you like where, where you can like you know put a put a pin in this tree? Can you do that? Drop a pin. Drop a pin. Well, a couple of things. One, this is a compass. But if you want to know if that's anything that's is true. happening, if you want to know that anything is happening, that's not an issue. But if you want to know if something's happening here with Salty Peace, we can also do that if you give me ten minutes. 
but it doesn't seem like that's what. No, that's not fair. I was just uh, as long as we can make our way back here again, one way or the other, and I suppose it's no, true. Uh, I do not know where the safe house is, but anywhere we have been, we can get to again. Fair enough. Oh, remember that. Let's go to the safe house then. All right. So you continue moving on. Lead on. All right. Uh, from almost, all right. Uh, that way. And he points in the direction and kind of like ushers you forward. Good job. First time, let's take it over again. All right. All right. Are you guys moving? Uh, what pace are you moving at? Normal pace, slow pace, fast pace? We always move at a medium, medium pace. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Medium pace it is. Yeah, wait. Hold on. Let me look at what I have. I could cast pass without a trace on anyone within 30 feet of me. You could. You have to move at a slow pace to move stealthily, though. I think our speed is halved in the conditions, right? Uh, for the most of it, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's super, really like super slow. Doing the slow mo game. Okay, well maybe not then. <laughs> maybe when we go back to the creepy tree, we yeah. can do that. Yes. Okay. All right. So, as you continue on, Fabron and Nabo, are you keeping? Are you also the other one along with Fabron doing the survival checks? I think so. All right, okay. make one more. Don't fuck me. No. All righty. As you guys begin to watch the tree line slowly thin, Bond's like, oh, it's a good sign. We're getting very close to getting out of this fucking swamp and getting next to the Yontalok that'll lead us there. No issue. No more of this. And right as he's saying that, you watch him about to step into what looks to be another one of those open plants that begins to, like, quake, and you watch as it's about to release this burst of pollen, Bo. I just go, up, you're about to, up, up, watch it, up, up. Nice. And he goes, what? And he starts walking straight towards it. I got him. Can I reach out and grab him? Uh, all right, go ahead. Trying and, to cover my mouth. Go ahead and make, make an athletics. You're gonna walk. It would be, it would be an athletics check for you to try and grapple him. Either that, or we lose our shithole guide. Which is really not losing much. No. Okay, we lose our hundred gold investment. What my blood and athletics, right? Uh, athletics. Okay, athletics for you to, to grapple him. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. Nope, nope, it's worse than I thought. Throw yeah, back. It's, uh, it's an eight. An eight. You reach and grab him, but he kind of shrugs off your arm and starts walking. He's about... Can I, uh, as he's about to step, can I cut levitate on him and lift him up into the air? Like, yeah. he doesn't step on it, like, just literally, yeah. like, with the claw, like, the green magic comes out and up into the air. All right, yeah. You watch as he continues to walk towards it and kind of glides up in the air and is floating. And he's, like, <laughs> and he's reaching towards it, and you watch as the plant kind of, like... And he's like trying to reach for him almost like I, I take my staff and kind of bat him away like a helium balloon. I'm gonna start batting him back or over. Like away from it. He's kind of floating and kind of slowly rotating in the air like now they're like raising him up and down, like shaking him in the air, like yeah, come on, shake out of it, come on. <laughs> Alright, so uh All right, maybe we try to help maneuver this one, now. Yeah? Yeah, I, I think we've already had our fun with one. Yeah. I open my journal and start drawing him as a balloon. Okay. It's not, we're not done. No, oh, there's no. a lot happening already. Right. Okay. It takes you the better part of a minute to finally shake him out of it before he goes, What is it? What? Shit! Shit, what's going on? Oh, just... yeah. All right. The plant's still below him going like... He's probably going to nudge him off to the side. I'm getting kind of tired of this. 
you, you, you poke him and he kind of like mm. begins to glide over. And you watch the plants now turning towards him, slowly shifting in his direction. He's like, talking to Can I now grab him by the collar and try and just drag him away? Yeah, you, you move around the side and you pull him away. Come and you, on. you guys begin to pick up your pace and you watch as this plant is not very fast and moving and you, even moving at your slower pace, it can't keep up with you and you watch as it eventually gives up and disappears into the fog behind you. <laughs> I love it, you roll 20 to see it before him and when it, Sure. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's great. Watch your step, man. Ah. Yeah. Alrighty. So. But Ron, you've been through this swamp once or many times? Uh, I've been through it a few times, um, but usually it's with a group of, uh, you know, other smugglers, and they um, take care of me and protect me, like you are. Thank you. It's a bit late in the You're game, welcome. But are you being completely forthright with us, Izzy? <laughs> Make an inside check. Better than natural one. It's hard to read. Can I make a suggestion, Fabron? And I cast suggestion on Fabron. Okay. I feel you should be completely honest with us from this point on, because you know, honesty—it's the easiest thing to remember. You know, I appreciate that. Um, I don't appreciate you casting spills to fuck with all my mind shit. Um, but I've been honest. I'm gonna make some honest coin, and I'm doing my fucking best, alright? Now come on, it's this way. That way. Well, no, you don't know where we're going. At this point, you guys can see the very edge of the water is now starting to show through the fog, and you can see where bits of the lake are coming. Of hitting the shoreline, and you have reached the underlock in the middle of the Lebenda Swamp. With that, life delivers a pleasant surprise. <sighs> All right, as uh, you guys. Can... Yeah, yeah. Are there monsters in this lake? I don't know. I don't go into it. I recommend not getting too close, just in case. We usually stay right on the um, coastal side of it, you know. Okay. Perfect. Flash, flash. No, no, what are you doing? No, shoot! And then I go back out. Oh, so let me do that. Akira is like. <laughs> um, who's who's keeping watch on this? Thomas is a large pirate parrot. Right keeping now. watch? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? Thomas. All right. So I need you and Foy both to watch for make a perception check, please. Seventeen plus one. Eighteen. Ten. Okay. As you guys are trudging along on the the bank of this lake, um, heading northward, forward, near the corner of your eye, you see kind of a shadow shift in the trees to the left of you. You glance back and you see something just kind of disappear behind a tree about 40, 50 feet off. Hold. I saw movement. Off to our side, 40 to 50 feet into the trees. Which, which side? Like, Left side. We should have not seen it. We should just like, carry on as normal. No, 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 yeah, I'll right. walk in the opposite direction. Spiders move forward, magic people hang back. Maybe I should have So you guys are heading towards Gosh, the shadow you saw? Molly, Kate, 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 Kate,
pulling it towards it. Right, I think right where I am. But fan down, not together. Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe 10, 15 feet in between them, like a fire line. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Let's go, I say, as I walk backwards. Or Molly and Yasha like that? I'm yeah. 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 And Bo? And Callie, right? Yeah. 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 That minute. All right. But yeah. fan, fire line. Oh, the tail is the big you. Five so as you begin to turn and approach and you guys kind of form your line moving forward, you watch as something lumbering moves. It's still kind of on the edge of the fog and it shifts from the tree where it was to a tree further back and then ducks behind another tree. It's not very stealthy, though it thinks it might be. Is it moving fast, easily in this in this train? It's easy moving fairly easily in the train. Get after it. All right, I'm gonna just kind of stealthily do some monk. Up to me a little bit. Okay, nice. see if I can get a better. Yeah, double dash up. Better look. Make a stealth check. Oh my God! Wow. Fourteen. Okay. As you kind of tiptoe through the edges, kind of leaping from cluster of root to cluster of the root, seeing, being as quiet as you can, you come around the first tree where it had this figure had vanished, look around to where it's currently waiting, and you see uh, what looks to be uh, two trees that grew together and a large rock that's kind of wished at the base of it and crouched below behind the rock. You see uh, this bulbous humanoid creature with a deep, deep kind of uh, uh, green-blue skin tone with, like, little pustules and, and boils on it and at certain edges of the shoulder and arm. You see long, stringy black hair that goes past the front of the chest. The torso itself appears to be swollen, this belly kind of protruding beyond it. You can see hanging around the neck other pieces of hollowed bone, very similar to that chime that you saw being described by Caleb. Um uh, it appears to be trollish in nature, but you watch through the, the, the pustules and part of its body. There's kind of this like thick green liquid that's like just oozing out in places, and it's sitting there, kind of as it's clinging to the rock with its long fingers, kind of clutching it. It's just looking over in the direction of where you were, just kind of breathing heavy. The mighty nine. It seems to be looking in the direction where you were. But he doesn't see me. He doesn't see you at the moment. No. Not see me. <laughs> how how far away am I from him? Is you're about you're about thirty thirty five feet from us. Could I theoretically kind of throw something towards the direction behind? Him? You could certainly try. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah, I'm gonna right. take out. Um, this is your shit. I'm gonna shit. take out. Yeah. yeah. Kind of handful ball bearings. I'm going to try and toss them. Make a side of hand check to do so without making a very visible toss. Mm, yeah. Yeah, right? No sound at all. Yeah. Or. 24. 22, 22, 22. All right, you take the handful and kind of lob them quietly. Uh, as far as you can, you hear. <laughs> some like very, very faint impacts of them about 25, 30 feet off and you watch as the trollish creature goes and kind of pushes off the rock a bit, looking in that direction. I'm going to take that as Looks my... over the rock. Looks back in that direction. And it now looks like he's paranoid and being tapped on both sides. I'm going to step back. 
All right. Go back and stop, Trent. All right. Okay. 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 Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. You managed to pull back to the rest of the group as you guys are kind of holding your line there, waiting for Bo to return. What you got? It's 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 a troll. Like a. It's okay. Like a. No. Like a belly. No. So being stealthy here means being quiet, but you're still very much out in the open. Mm-hmm. Right. So. You're saying a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm saying that if an entity knows you're there, if you're not trying to obscure your visual uh, of you, you're going to have a hard time avoiding it. Should we create a distraction for Let's just pay attention, and if it starts getting close, then we'll deal with it. Yeah, it might just We're just not going to let it escape. We're, we're just going to keep an eye out for it. Better if we right. just kind of move quicker move, through here yeah. as well, move instead of stealthily. I'm sure if you pray to the Platinum Dragon, we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as you guys push on, this point, Fabron's looking extremely nervous now that you've mentioned that the creatures are like, so, wait, wait, you're saying you saw that guy down the road, it's a troll thing. Yeah, you know. Over there. Heard something like that around here? I mean, you hear rumors, and you know, we talk about various things that live out there. Trolls definitely is one of them. How long have you been talking about trolls? Through the ages, there's been all sorts of stories historically of trolls. That, I mean, swamp trolls, mountain trolls, all types, and this one uh, wouldn't surprise me. I haven't seen one, but uh, you know, I'll stay relatively quiet, quieter than you usually do as a group. Um, uh, I'm just going to stay here and kind of, like, clings behind you for, like, as a shield. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to work for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's just get moving and try and ignore this. So you guys move on, uh, taking care to be quiet, but not out of sight. So if you want to be stealthy in that regard, make a stealth check. Mm-hmm. Group, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. We'll give him a chance whether he engages or not. I move back. Yeah, we need to move faster. Yeah. So then no stealth. No stealth. Okay. All right. So you guys continue pushing forward at your your regular pr- pace. Um, no stealth. Maybe a little faster Hello. than our regular, too. Okay. That was really bright, by the way. You speaking off right then. Thank you. Out. You're so complimentary. It makes me a little nauseous. 
Well, it's just, I, I was kind of raised and people were really nice to me. You know, they used to tell me I was special and how important I was, and it made me feel nice, so I try and do that for everyone else. Man, that's so sweet. Uh, Thank you. Uh, where are you from? Uh, well, uh, technically I was born in Port de Mali, but um, I didn't spend a lot of time there. Um, I, I was kind of, uh, I kind of lived on the streets for my own, and then I was, I was taken in by some people. Really? Yeah. Some people? Yeah, I guess... I mean, you guys are being nice to me, I can tell. You know I mentioned those, uh, the folks in the dragon masks, the cult? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they were kind of the ones that raised me. Uh, that's uh -huh. the first time you're introducing the word cult into conversation. Oh, uh, uh sorry, yeah, um, so... You're a cultist? No, no, I was raised by them. You're an ex-cultist. Cult adjacent. I guess... I mean, uh, you're a cultist. Cultish, maybe. Well, look. So you're a cultist. You're a cultist. All right, stop, bird. Stop. Stop <laughs> saying that word. I don't like it. Um, did you have your own mask, or did they just wear masks? Out of I I didn't get a mask because I wasn't allowed out. They kept me in the temple. But no, it's not. It's because they were bad. All right. I'm I'm glad that I'm not with them anymore. They they're bad people. But so they did this to you. They didn't know. I've always been like this. I think they... You worshipped They you? found me. Yeah. They they told me I was special. I was important to them somehow. Yasha and Ford, as they're having this conversation, you guys are kind of watching with the flames, and you can see the shape of that troll creature is still moving from tree to tree, kind of keeping pace with your movements. George, everyone doesn't take care of I saw it. What do you want to do? Well, I mean, there's one of him and <laughs> however the fuck many of us, so... How far um, back is he? Not too, not too far. Forty or fifty feet. It's not, it's not approaching you, but it's keeping pace. Um, we're on rough terrain right now. Uh, at the moment, it's you're not like in the center of, of the swamp where it's just a lot of you know shifting topography and roots and vines and patches of, of deep water you've come across. You're along the 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 coast of this lake, so it's mainly just soggy dirt and sand. So it's not rough terrain where you are. But where he is, it would be considered. It would be. Yes. You also have no protection. You have you're literally out in the open. So you can try and uh, send someone ahead as bait, lure him out, fight him on steady ground. Or we could just keep letting him match. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is what if something bad comes in the front of us and then they trap us because he's just following us. Why is he not just attacking us? Like, I imagine a creature he like that. He has friends ahead that he's waiting for. I tend to find things that live in trees filled with bones tend to not have necessarily many friends. This is, again, I'm I'm just putting it out there. It, it, I have not, nothing else to base that off of, but it, that didn't look like, it didn't look like a very social creature. Well, so if we feel like we want to get into a scrap, I or probably our new friend here, uh, could uh, kick it off from a ways away. Could, or, Jester, you're pretty friendly. You want to see if it... Uh, Is a friend? A troll? He had a green pussy ooze just pouring out of holes in his face. Just want to throw that out there. You could heal him and curry favor with him. Yeah, I could have made myself look like a little teeny troll and... They would want to be friends with me. You I are get, like undead vibes from this guy. Well, so you are very charming. But every book that I have ever read about trolls, they do not make friends. They are bitter, nasty. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I don't know much about trolls. If you're little, you know. 
Oh, okay. Definitely had like a like a collarbone just kind of hanging out. Can I just like right there? Can I see him from here? Make perception check. Seven. <laughs> you do not. Do I technically have advantage because this is trying to perceive an undead creature? Uh, no, because you don't know if this creature is undead or not. Creatures undead or not. That's right. Kind of trap or an ambush for him or her. That's what I was. That's what I literally we just could, said. We could use. We could. We could, we could do a little circley poo and and put put uh, Callie in the middle as bait, and then when it comes to attack, we spring the trap. It's very trap? close to what Mando? I just suggested. Drinking a lot. What if we rope between a couple trees and then you know we just kind of like drifted? Yeah, he's watching us right now, isn't it? Yeah, he probably is just hearing everything we're talking about. Well, oh. debatable whether I can understand us, but perhaps it can. Man, trolls are so cool! Okay, how about this? Yasha, I'm sure you'll agree. <laughs> we can make one move to see if it's interested in nonviolence, and then we have the advantage here now. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. I don't like I the entailed in particular. No. Someone walks up to it while the others flank around? All right. You want me to do it for? Don't you? Here, you hold Kiri then, because I don't want her to get too close to it. <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you walking? Hold that way. Hold that way. Hold that way. Hold the dagger out. <laughs> Give me a kitty. Come here, little kitty. My father won't hurt you anymore. I'm going to stand closer to, to Bran. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you, Mr. Ford. Man. That means literally nothing to me. So formal in her admonishment. I, man. I don't know. That kind of makes me feel bad. Anyway, let's go. Okay. I'll point to the north. Is, is the troll just watching all of you go away? Yeah, hopefully... If you're doing a stealthily, then I need anyone who's, who's trying to not be seen to make you a stealth check. to pass without the trace, you guys? I don't think we should stealth. What? Nope. Uh, but well, I think they can see where we are. We want to have one attention. One of him. That you know of. Yeah. Um, I would, in fact, like to try to walk behind the tree so I'm obscured. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stealth jump. Uh, I'll, I'll join you in the non-stealthing. Yeah. Fifteen for me. All right. So both, both stealthing to the north. Should be here. Uh, Ford, you guys are heading inward. Uh, Molly, Yasha, and I will not yeah. be stealthing and heading inward. Right. We'll be just behind Jester's diplomatic. Uh, you're heading behind a tree. Yeah. In order to, I don't know if it can see me or not, but I would like to hold magic missile in case it attacks my uh, friends. Okay. We'll come to that. Yeah. Um, I want to be close enough to Jester in case anything happens. Jester, what do you I guess I will be falling back because I'm going to talk to him. You'll be you're you're going front of us. You're going to yeah. talk to him, man. I thought the thing uh, was behind us. Well, we're heading toward northward this way. You guys have to go this way because the lake's all this direction. Okay. Yeah, I stood next to Knock with Kiri. All right. So, Knock and Kiri are back here. Mm-hmm. And uh, that would be go off that side. Um, <laughs> Bronze kind of like, hey, you know, I'm going to go ahead and stay back here with the people in the backpack. Oh, no, I was enjoying our closeness. 
All right, so you guys begin to trudge in deeper into the swamp. Okay, I'm going to pull um, the last of my pastries, which I'm sure are really fucking gross by now. Yeah, they're pretty pretty stale. They're fine. Uh, as, As you begin to move into the swamp, you watch. You do see the shape, and it's about maybe 60 or so feet from where you are, 50 or so feet, and you watch it kind of like shift and then shifts to the tree a little further away. He's like moving away from us? Moving away from you. Okay. I'm sure it's the same one. I'm going Next to... 17. 17. Uh, you see one shape move. It's similar to the one you saw before. You can ascertain that it probably is the same creature yet. Okay, we do not want to follow this bunny rabbit down I'm going a hole. to invoke the All right. And I'm going to send my duplicate towards this roll. Okay. Kind of skipping. <laughs> yeah. 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 Alrighty. <laughs> Go ahead and make a deception check. Actually, well, no, you only need to do that for the, but it's just going to be a so you get teeth for the illusion. Okay. So it skips ahead. Uh-huh. So just keep walking in the direction. Kind of like towards the trees, like looking like she's picking some vegetation. I doubt there's flowers, but whatever, yeah. Whatever she can do. 50 feet. 60 feet. Gets relatively close to where you saw the shape vanish. I'm going to have her turn her back to the troll and just like act like she's digging around in the mud. Okay. You watch as from behind the tree, one of the claws kind of... You see the long, stringy hair kind of dangling, somewhat stuck to the part of its neck, so that it kind of just shifting with the light breeze that blows through as it kind of looks back and watches the illusion turn and shift. Uh, is it really close to the tree, the illusion? Pretty close. Kind of sits there and just waits. Take a couple steps away from the tree. Kind of shifts back in its space a little bit. She's going to step back towards the tree. <laughs> As soon as it gets within about five or so feet, the illusion, the troll creature kind of reaches out, swings out to grab the illusion, passes through, and the claws in the tree go, and then vanishes behind the tree. Kind of, and you watch kind of dark, kind of shadow of it vanish behind another tree, and it's moving further away from where you are. I don't think it was friendly. Question answered. Yeah. Did it move away? Yeah. Did you want to chase it? Um. I think maybe we should stick to the, the safe house with you guys think. I think that's a good call. For now. We'll, uh, we'll stagger back towards the back line of our group. Okay. Yeah, continue on. All right. I'll keep the invoked duplicity kind of the second me, kind of mm-hmm. skipping through the swamp at a distance to see okay. what it is. How long does that last? Invoked duplicity. About for a minute? I think a minute, yeah. Okay. So, as you guys kind of cluster together outside of the swamp, alongside the curvature of the lake, keeping an eye on the side, uh, you continue to travel forward. You can watch as the, the lake slowly begins to, as you guys are heading northward along its side, it begins to curve to a northeastern direction. And LeBron's like, uh, LeBron's like, all right, so we're, um, this is good, this is good. We're getting close to the northern side of the lake, which means we're getting close 
where we follow the peel, the pearl blades to the safe house. Good. Okay. At this point, you look over to the side. Uh, who's keeping a watch on this? Uh, okay. Both of you guys roll a perception check, please. Motherfuckers. My perception is balls. Fifteen. Nine. Both need to stop looking out for things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Fifteen, sir. Uh, you do see the shape now, keeping pace with you again. Same distance out there. It's stalking you, but it's definitely, you get the sense based on the interaction you had earlier and the distance it's keeping, it's not interested in fighting nine of you. It's it's waiting to pick one of you off and take it wherever it's going to take it. Smart enough to know that it's not going to just jump into a fray in the open space, but it's definitely waiting to see what but weaker one stays to the back. All right. Can we put some of the little ones? No. Bren, get in the middle. <laughs> Gary. Yeah. On my way. No, yeah, I'm going to in the back. <laughs> um, you guys continue heading in a northeastern direction until eventually you watch the, uh, the lake come to a northern peak and begin to curve back into a southern area. It looks like the top of the lake kind of bends to a point northward and then begins to head southward and level out. And at this point, Fabon goes, all right, good. Now, so from here, we head northward into the swamp. Um, well, we're looking for, for daggers with pearl hilts in the trees. There's the markers. There's six of them that lead us there. Um, and he's going to make a perception check. He looks a bit lost. So I want to help him out with this. Yeah, I'll help. Make a perception check as well. Well, planking. Okay. Uh, it takes you a moment, but you manage to catch, uh, like, the third or fourth tree into the tree line, and you see what is a gleaming pearl-hilted dagger that is jammed about five feet off the ground into one of the thicker pieces of, of, of tree bark on the exterior of one of these trees. And it kind of is just this little mark. It looks like somebody just jammed uh, a whittling knife of some kind into it and left it there. And, oh, that's one. Good. Okay. Let's go down the right way. You see it? Show me. Right here. Like at eye level with me. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, mm-hmm. moving up, looking for the next one. Then roll. Open. Ooh, that's the top. That's a uh, 23. Both of you go. Yeah. At the same time. Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Second one. Moving on. Looking for the third. No, oh, that was a one for me. I don't see it. Uh, this one takes a little longer to find. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. But I don't wander too far from everyone else because there's a troll out there, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you find the third. Fabon finds the fourth. I find that last one. This, this one, because he did not find it, but you located it. Yeah. And with that point, he's yes. okay. Um, I'm pretty sure. We're almost there. And he points ahead, and you can see where there's a cluster of trees. A new sight catches your attention. You see uh, what looks to be... Well, first, I guess, the first thing that hits you is this faint scent of rotting flesh. It hits your nose a bit, and your eyes sting kind of water for the moment as your, your vision focuses on the first corpse. You see a human man propped up on a spear, kind of like going up through the side of his torso and out his left pectoral. His stomach is bloated and his skin is kind of dull gray and kind of uh, 
kind of glistening. Uh, his jaw hangs open, his expression, just this horrible, ghastly kind of grimace. Um, a few feet from him, stuck to one of the trees, you see what appears to be uh, a halfling woman with two blades jammed through her shoulders, pinning her up, legs dangling, but one leg is uh, partially torn off. Um, head is mounted down, the hair kind of in her face, so you can't make out any features. And they're both kind of placed up there, right? Uh, against this, what looks to be an opening to a small clearing ahead, and this Wolfman goes, and that's what I'm talking about. That's the warning, whoever did this, trying to keep us out. So you haven't actually gone past these things? Fuck no! Shh! Hey, quiet. So, I could try this thing that I've been wanting to do for a while, which is where I can talk to maybe somebody that is not alive anymore. You can do that? Yeah, well, the traveler was teaching me all about it, and I think I can do it. The traveler not a wizard? Well, I mean, he kind of is. Really powerful and super cool. And he wears this really cool cloak, and he's got an amazing voice. And it actually, hold on, and I pull out one of my pamphlets. And if you want to learn more, you just let me know. What? Maybe we could get back to the t- talking with the dead people. Yes, you want me to try it? Sounds like a great idea. Let's also. Not why, why not check the traps too? How long? Oh, long that's my job. Yeah. How long does it take you to talk to dead people? Why? Why? Don't well, we? it's instantaneous, <laughs> but um, you know, I can talk to them for about ten minutes or so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone who said it? Just one dead. Person. Just the one dead person that I cast it on. You know. Which body is fresher, Matthew? Uh, from what you're looking at, they're they're both. About as fresh as the other. It looks like they were both killed. It doesn't have to be fresh. It could wow. be really old. Really? They both have their jaws intact, I would say. Uh, from what you can tell, the, the, the female halfling, you can't really make out the features of the face because the hair is kind of in the way and dangling. Nope. The other one is kind of just opening the friendlier? Uh, that depends on, I mean, they both look pretty dead. I mean, check for traps on the smaller one. Yeah. All right, make an investigation check. Oh, a lot. Uh, uh, 25. 25, all right. Uh, no, no traps, um, nothing like that. You do notice, uh, there, there are wounds across the body. Um, beyond just the leg missing, there are, there are a number of, of wounds. Uh, you can make a medicine check to try and sure. ascertain what they are. 10. 10, okay, okay. Um, they seem to be a combination of bite and claw marks. Um, not not super deep slashing, but definitely like you know, gash across like the shoulder, the neck. There is one large puncture wound about that wide. That's right around where the sternum is. But where you look, where whatever punctured it, one of the edges is torn out, almost like something hooked was placed in and then pulled through, kind of dragging the flesh with it. Um, does her face? You know, look intact. Yeah, we don't know this person. No, you do not recognize this person. Lifeless. You do see like some uh, rough elements of tattoos that may have been hung the neck, similar to some of the banded neck tattoos of members of the gentleman's crew that you had seen before. Not as thick and dense, but you can see like there, there is a pattern to the acquisition of some of these tattoos for the ones who run the smuggling line. You're starting to ascertain and put that together. 
in intact. Would you like to talk to this one? I mean, sure. Well, let me introduce you. Okay. <laughs> this is my friend Jester. Hi. Jester, this is a dead body. I'm nervous. I've never done this before. This should be good. Big deal. Okay. I'm going to hold my symbol of the traveler. I'm going to keep a lookout while she does this. Yeah. Okay. And be like, hey, okay, I'm going to do this thing. Confidence. Kiri pulls a blade and, and gets behind Callie and just is like, I've never done this before. Kiri, be careful. Be okay. careful. Okay. Um, hey, you dead person. Hey. Um, I would like if you would come to life again a little bit and tell us some things that we want to know. Little, little. So that was the watch. You watch as a tiny dagger just goes into the tree next to it, and Kiri's like around Callie going. Take Kiri, easy, settle, settle, settle. Okay. Kiri, settle. As like the 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 chest breathes in, you can see some of the air escape some of the wounds. There's like bits of matter kind of. The, uh, <laughs> but the head settles down and kind of just <laughs> looks <laughs> looks yeah, right. Coming up. He's like, he kind of backs up a little bit. Um, uh, he looks really uncomfortable with this whole thing. I don't think he was pre- prepared for any sort of a, a dead raising circumstance. Uh-huh. He's fucking necromancy. Hey. Well, uh, kind of. Yeah. yeah. She's backing away. You are right, so, so now, now the, the the corpse's face of this halfling woman kind of turns towards you. Ah, ah, la, 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 la. We have to ask you some questions. What did this to you? I think you have to talk like you're dead. Really? You are you just, sure, just though? Have you normal? ever talked to her? I've never person? done it. You know more about this stuff. <laughs> Swamp fishmen from under the ground. Well, are you writing this down? Swamp fish man from underground. That is incredibly specific and really useful. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How many swamp fish men? Many. Many. There are lots of them. There are lots of them that attack. Where? When? How long ago did this happen to you? I get five of them. Oh, wow. Weeks ago. Oh, did anything that you did to the fishman seem to hurt them more than other things? Because when we could, they bleed, but too many. They bleed. There's too many bleeds. If it bleeds, we can kill them. <laughs> so when you cut it, it bleeds. Got it. <laughs> one more question. I get one more question. What Kiri comes up and like grabs the dagger and kind of wedges it out of the tree and turns to Kyle. If it bleeds, we can kill it. <laughs> you points it back to the corpse. Don't kill it again. Can I give you We have a, another question. Either either where this happened, where, where did it happen, or where they were hiding, where did they come from? From like, did they come where, from where the house the... or from outside the, outside the safe house or inside? Oh, did it in a way where you ask all of those in one question? Like, did you come from this, this, or this, maybe? And then we'll know where. Or, or we could we could ask if there's a, a secret entrance to the safe house. 
What if there isn't? Well, then we've wasted the question. <laughs> but we know there's not a or secret interest. we could ask you, like, what its childhood was like. No. No, that would be an interesting story. Okay. I'm going to check behind us and see how far back... Don't make friends. They're going to go away. Fabron? How far back has Fabron gone? He's, like, 20 feet behind you. He's, like, keeping he's coming back a little back from the hole. Hey, hey, Fabron, don't go too far. There's a troll back there. At which point you watch from behind one of the trees, <laughs> the troll reaches out and grabs him by the torso, pulls him back, and you hear him scream as the troll like grabs him, tucks him under her arm, and, <laughs> and begins leaping away from you. Okay, go for it, make an attack. You go running? I don't have to. Oh, boy, I missed. I got a nine. I almost made a bet if LeBron was going to make it. <laughs> I was one. Kelly's going to throw out like you just spit like a glob of acid. All righty. So, I don't know. Wait, I'm going to cast a second. Oh, no. All right. Hold on. Let me go ahead and get the... Uh... Wait, did we already give him the 100 gold? Yeah. We're going to go back no, to the we know where we were, we know where that money's going. He did a job though. Uh, he got us here. We're gonna go find it in the tree later. It'll be uh, fine. Hey guys, we can just give the money back. It's practically just as you're gonna be in a safety deposit box. Hold this for us. Oh yeah. it's huge. That is the troll. I thought it was like humanoids. Oh the opening of the clearing here you guys are talking to the uh, the halfling that was stapled yeah. to the tree right there um stapled. essentially yeah <laughs> so you guys all spin and watch this happening there's uh Gary's over by the edge of the tree with you and caleb where were you I'm inching towards the back of the group, never near the front. <laughs> you would have been like over here, but next to you not. And this is yeah. north? Towards, towards uh, technically, this would be north. Technically! <laughs> yes, that area is north. So. I fired a shot that missed. Yes, uh, what'd you roll? Uh, a nine. That did miss. Uh, magic missile, no, level two, nice. four dark, total of 16 force damage. Oh, nice. And uh, reflex. Uh, say a, de- a dexterity reflex dexterity saving for the acid splash as well. Okay, so here, so you guys watch this as the troll spins and is running, but run going in its grass. Starts like making these lumbering kind of looks like leaping from tree to tree, kind of its its legs while it has this bulbous kind of swollen midsection. These thin frog-like legs are giving these fairly decent leaps from section to section. Its other arm kind of grasping onto the trees as it runs. You can see this is definitely its home terrain. Um, as these magic missiles swarm out and slam into its body with each impact you watch as that green like ichor kind of sprays across for Braun and you watch it start to like burn into his skin oh, he's like ah! oh, no more Braun goes to limit Double, I rolled a 2d8, rolled 2d8, I rolled 8 on each of them. So, uh, so, so, okay, so that, that was the reaction there. You think you're going to the acid splash, that's all right, right. mind. Uh, it's a 4, yeah, it's 7. What 7 points of acid splash. As it flames, it begins to burn back into skin, you watch like a bit of steam rise off of its shoulder, as it definitely, 
uh, is wounding the creature. Uh, this large kind of swollen troll is still making a break. Thank everyone to roll initiative now. Twenty five to twenty. Twenty. Actually, I'm gonna blow my D eight. Twenty. All right, we have. Oh, that's an eight. Jester and Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Twenty to fifteen. Uh, eighteen. Sixteen. All right. Not and Molly. Yep. Fifteen to ten. Fourteen. Fourteen as well. All right. Bo. Of course it Magic. Actually, it's incredible. It You're really the is. I have a close two in this campaign. All right. Uh, is that everybody? Thanks, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So, so top of the round, as it's, as it's bounding behind with an unconscious. Uh, an unconscious guide under its arm. Jester, you're up first. Okay, I'm going to toll the dead because he's been injured. Alrighty. I'm going to turn around, dead. How many damage is it? It is necrotic damage. Gotcha. But All right. a roll of wisdom saving throw. Which does not make you will to hit 12. Yeah! So 2d12! I can help search for those in Mocha. a second. There we go. Six points of damage. As the as the uh, the energy coalesces and the bell kind of in the range of this creature, it impacts and it staggers for a second. You watch as the kind of the uh, the pustules in its body kind of emit more of that poison. Uh, that's, uh, and he has a lot of ringing in his ears. Damn it! Alrighty, so that finishes uh, your go, Cal. You're up. Okay, so uh, seeing everything go on and the combat kind of erupt, you see her kind of twitch a little bit and she kind of snarls a little. I'm going to rush up 30 feet, move up as much as I can. Get back here now! Um, I'm going to quicken spell false life on myself. Okay. Uh, actually, no, I'll just do it as a normal action. I won't quicken spell it. So I'll do false life on myself and like, gain some vigor okay. um, as a first level spell. Go for it. Uh, words I've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seven temporary hit points. Great. Um, and then I'm just going to... Uh, well, that's it. Like, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So you just kind of, kind of this this strange barrier of of uh, arcane energy forms around Callie's body, kind of giving this little essence bigger, and watch as the body kind of swells a bit. Um, all right, that finishes your turn. Uh, not you're up. Uh, I'll, am I within? Uh, I'll get within thirty feet. Okay. Fire a crossbow shot towards like foot. You can within thirty feet. You can stop about there. That's good. All right. Go for it. Uh, it hits probably uh, 24. Yeah, that hits. Make it back? No. Technically, no, because he's no. aware you were there and is not currently flanked by an ally. <laughs> not flanked by an ally. Oh, terrible. Five points. Uh, uh, the worst. Piercing damage. It strikes and sticks into the back, and you watch as more of that green stuff begins to kind of. Uh, damn it, I rolled a one. Average. Um, so, 12 damage for the first one. All right. 7 damage for the second one. Great. Um, yeah. Yeah, what I'm going to use a key point. Okay. So, do a stunning strike. Oh, nice. So, oh, so, so it's gonna cost you stunning strike. All right. Did you do 21. Fuck. That's a plus five on his constitution saving throw. Oh Trolls, man. Oh <laughs> All right, well. So resist the stunning strike. That's good to know. You still have your bonus, though. I still have my bonus. Um, 
Why don't y'all just punch him in the face? Yeah, don't start your stuff on this guy because you know. Because we might still fight all the same. We are definitely okay. going to be fighting. Uh, nine things. damage. Nine no, damage. sorry, ten damage. Ten damage? So third strike? <laughs> yes, that was it. Okay, cool. Uh, so as you rush forward, bob and slamming into it with your staff and your fists, uh, just striking into its body with each impact, it takes you a moment to hit or to realize it's happening, but that spray is like covering your face as it does. The venom is kind of pushing into your flesh and burning upon contact. Oh, no. uh, it makes your like, throat a little numb. Oh. You take nine points of poison damage. Oh. You take another nine points of poison damage. Oh. And you take 15 points of poison damage. So a total of uh, 15, sorry, 15, 9, and 9, so that's 30, 34, 34 points of poison damage. That's a lot of damage. 33, 33, sorry. Y'all don't get close to this guy. But Ron, by the way, fucking dead. You look over and see now, he's just coated in this toxin. The eyes are open, and now, like, kind of, it's, like, pouring out of his mouth. This foam at the edge with the tongue filling out. Uh, The, uh, yeah, the... (laughs) As I was fleeing, all those impacts just covered him with the same toxic stuff and just sent him straight to his grave. Guys, our money's getting away! Uh, I think it's okay because I'm going to have to use all my fucking spells healing you, Bo. I'm okay. Back here. That is Bo's turn. Ford, what are you doing? Uh, Can I move uh, 15 feet towards the troll? And I'll see the the gore and poison just splattering all over Bo and little sickles coming up and shit. I'm like, nah, Elder (laughs) Slam. I just turn around to you and I go, Right too. It was thirty-three points of damage, is what you did before, yeah, right? So I think that's four. Thirty-three. Oh, okay. It's fifteen plus eighteen, so it's thirty-three. Okay. Okay. And then and you took another twenty points of poison damage. And I am unconscious. What? Nobody. Well, no. Yeah. Don't let anybody else have it. Oh God! Please don't pick up all. Falls onto the ground, let arms limp, just covered in this toxic substance. So, did you turn forward? Yeah, I cast regret. <laughs> Alrighty. I cast major regret. <laughs> so, uh, it is now the troll's turn. Uh, the troll does not regenerate because he did acid damage to the last attack, which prevents it from regaining any hit points. Um, however, it's, it's still currently clutching the uh, the body of Fabon under its arm. It's going for a straight bolt. It looks down and sees Bo unconscious. Uses its action to pick up Bo under the other arm. Oh, no. I have to, like, God damn it. No, Buck! And now it's going to go at full movement. Oh my god. It is right where the marker is right there. Without killing Bo, because we can't attack it. Magic. Just stop it with magic. Okay. Or net. Do you want to have a whole monster? Yeah. You don't have a whole monster. You used to the pickle guy. You didn't really like that character that much, did you? You know, 
I know one thing I can play. All right, that ends the troll's turn. I haven't gotten I'll use my movement first. I want to get as close as I can. What, just 15 feet? Oh, no, you said the closer we get, so how... Right, there is when you start getting rough terrain. All right, so how close am I? Which the troll is not affected by. You've noticed that it's 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 on turf. Uh, yeah, you know, I went through a whole range of emotions because first I was going to try to hold it, but then the guy was dead, so I was like, fuck it, I'll switch to a firebolt, but then it grabbed bow, so now I'm going to use the glove of blasting and cast, uh, Scorching Ray on it. I can't reach for anything no, better. It, it makes the person sing and then it hits bow and she dies. Don't don't damage it. Yeah. That's what happened if it run. We need like a whole per. A whole I don't thing. have that. I don't either. I mean, I got something that holds, but it damages too. Are you Caleb? Uh, I'm going to cast um, magic missile on his head. Magic missile on his head? Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and roll the damage on that. No, I'm going to cast. Um, I'm going to cast haste on not. That's what I do. Okay. So. With that, you are now holding concentration on haste. Uh, not you feel suddenly the world slows ever so slightly, and you feel this burst of adrenaline in your body. All right. So that's your turn. I do. Yasha, you're up. Okay. How close? How close can I get? Uh, 15, Man, 20, 30, 35, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30, in a super intimidating voice. <laughs> don't forget, if you if you rage and don't attack or are attacked by the end of your next turn, you lose your rage. Oh, shit. So if you're not planning to attack it, or there's not something going to be attacking you, yeah. the raging, you're, just, you're losing a rage for the day. So keep that in mind. take damage, like when you get hit or something like... Or either attack or be attacked. Yeah. You don't have to yeah. take damage necessarily. Oh, okay. Absolutely full damage, though. You did acid. Okay. Flew out of it? Um, I'm sweating. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, audience. We're taking damage. It's you attacking or taking no. damage. That's cool. I don't like this. Okay. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, well, I'm not going to take it back. But so, okay. Can you just grapple it? Can you. Oh, never mind. I can't. That's as far as I can go. Yeah, unfortunately, you're starting to get through some. Yeah, I'll go. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. All right. Yeah. You guys know where he's taking me. Potentially. There's this as close as you can get right there. Am I within 10 feet? You are. Okay, so. Oh! Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um. Can I use Dakota Shroud then if I use that as the action to run? Or double? Uh, you don't have an action to use it. Okay. Can I just yell at it? Yeah. Uh. What do you yell? Uh, I give you two bonus. Super questions. intimidating. Yeah, but then I gotta fucking attack something. No, just. All right, I'm just going to be super intimidating and say, drop it! Okay, <laughs> intimidation check. <laughs> no! 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 Roll the roll of 20. Roll 20. Roll 20. Oh, so close. Bye-bye. Okay. Intimidation. 
Intimidation is minus two. Oh, that's so mean because my charisma is so low. Well, charisma based, but intimidation, depending on the intimidation, you can use your strength modifier instead. 17. Okay. With your strength modifier? No, no, without the strength modifier. You can use your strength modifier. Oh, I'm, I'm saying that, that well, it, oh, it makes sense. That's how we did it in the last campaign, too. It's one of the, one of the, the, one of the, uh, uh, the rules that they say you can use for your campaign, which is either charisma or strength for intimidation, because it makes sense for you. Um, yes. Okay. So, yeah. okay. 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 So, uh, uh, uh. My favorite pipeline, by the way. Okay. 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 You watch as it turns around and kind of glances at you, and it looks kind of shaken. I'll say for the for the purposes of this, it's frightened of you until the end of your next turn. Okay. Yeah. All right. We're all. It's, it's all happening. Can I? Can I like slap myself? <laughs> Unfortunately. Does that not work? No. Um, <laughs> all right. It's now Kiri's turn. Kiri holding a dagger. Kiri. Kiri, be my savior. Oh. You can just hold the dagger. Kiri's turn. Kiri. Yeah, Kiri. Kind of shouts. Fuck. <laughs> um, Jester, your Can turn. Can I get within 60 feet of it? Yeah, you're within 60 feet. <gasps> yes. Awesome! I'm going to get a healing word! Oh, no. oh shit, okay. Yes. Oh. Oh. As my bonus action, healing word. So you regain 1d4 plus 4 hit points. Wow. 7 points! So you are conscious. I'm conscious! <laughs> by a troll. <laughs> Listen, yeah, Listen. Yeah. yeah, I'm modern literature. Modern literature. <laughs> Lie down, play dead. We don't know what that is. We don't know what that is. I'm gonna that's wake it, up, it. see my situation, and just go. Uh, and just kind of. Okay, in. so when we come to your turn, we'll do that. You just come to consciousness. You're like, uh, uh, your body hurts. There's all the stinging from the toxins, just kind of burning your skin and flesh. And you're just feeling, you're kind of like chucked under. You can feel the claws digging into part of your thigh inside as you're being run along by this this, this giant troll creature. It smells awful. It's like heavy scent of, of, of rotting citrus and fungus. It's kind of permeating from its body. Uh, that finishes your turn, Jester? That was my bonus. That's your bonus. Use all your action. Um, but they don't think I can do anything. I guess I'll, I'll hold an attack. I'll hold... Um, uh, Sacred flame? Yeah, I'll hold sacred. Yeah, I'll hold sacred flame until uh, bow is dropped and, okay. and far enough away. You got it. All right. So hold that counter up. So how close can I get to it with the difficult terrain? And um, can I get next to Yasha? You can get that close right now. That's with the speed of thirty feet. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, it's fine. I will get there, and uh, she is. Uh, twitches a little bit. Come on. Uh, quickened levitate on bow. I'm going to try and lift Bo up. If there's like a tree line above, I'm going to try and swing her up to the tree line. Interesting. Yeah. I'll say for the purposes of this, go ahead and make an Arcana check. And this is going to be your attempt to break the grapple of the troll. Oh, come on, Callie. That's a warm 10, like, not very good at oh. Arcana. He's rolling, he's rolling. One, <laughs> two! Yeah! yeah! Fucking, you are a lucky son of a bitch. Because yeah! a plus four and a strength roll. Uh, so, okay, so... Caliana. Ripping from the grip of the of the troll, yeah. Bo gets just lifted into the air and is now kind of hovering there. Oh, is there like a tree line that I can send it to so she can grab on? Yeah, yeah, you can do that. <gasps> oh my God. Great. Oh, 
It's like in Willow with the, with the six. For my action, I'm going to do another action splash because that was a bonus because of uh, Quicken. So Bo is now kind of lifted up into the tree and you're like, just within reach of branches when it comes to your turn. We'll get to that. Everything's fine now. I mean, she's half melted. I'm going to be honest. You almost killed her, man. Scorching Ray, if that's all it hit, Bo's dead. Yeah. Oh I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we are not. No, we not. No, we Wait, man. <laughs> I got real nervous. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, imagine this one on the same suit. This is Flash Permanent. I have blackmail material on you, motherfucker. All right, so go for it. So, next is for you. Natural 20. And then for you, Dex as well. Uh, that is a snake. Okay, so you get hit with 2d8. Yes. Radiant die. Nine points. Nine points of damage. All right. Splashes out. Uh, no one's close enough to be impacted by the effect. That's from Ron's damage seeing this scene. Ron's like, Ron is like just a soggy KFC drumstick. Ron! His arms and legs just kind of dangling behind and just dragging him through. Three damage. Yep. Three damage. Does damage seem to seem to have a particular factor? Not beyond anything else. So the eyes are looking even worse. We should just let him go, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, ending Callie's turn, not you're up. I'm up. Uh. Yeah, you're... Okay, is there anything in melee range with it? No. Certainly not. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> uh, I'll move within 30 feet. Uh, that's as close as you can get right there. It's not quite within 30 feet. That's as close as I can get? No, it's not, not a double speed. Oh, that's right. You're over the and it has a ring on for water walking. For water walking, right. So you, I'll say for that purpose, that does give you the extra movement there. So now you're within, just within 30 feet. Uh, I, I don't know that we're letting it go, so I'm going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on it. <laughs> uh, just uh, uh, throw out a, a little piece of pastry, and I'll, tell it, I'll, I'll yell to it, uh, What's a swamp frog's favorite drug? Crocane! Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, wisdom save is a 13. What it's you a 14. 14, it failed. Oh, no, it immediately falls prone, laughing with the corpse of Hebron still, like, just being flailed about in the air as it's, like, spinning in. <laughs> the legs and arms just... <laughs> uh, and I'll use my extra action to attack. Already. It's a crossbow. Well, uh, technically, you can only do the bonus action attack if you use the attack action. This is, a hate this is an extra oh, attack. Oh, because you're hasted. That's right. right. Yeah. Sorry, I was thinking yeah. of the bonus action. You and are I correct. A, uh, 16 plus 7, 23. 23, that hits. Uh, because it's prone, do I get advantage or anything? No, you can't get the Oh, yeah. Oh, Natural uh-huh. 20, so it still hits 23. So, wait, yeah. So, that's right. All right but, so, but do I get sneak attack? No, because it's prone? No. Uh, no, because you don't have advantage on the attack. Uh, I will... Oh, look! It's a 10 to hit. Nice. I mean, I have 10 points of damage. All right. And you think into it. I don't get a bonus action off of that attack. You do, because it's an attack action. Okay. I'll fire again. Natural one. Uh-uh. Uh, and then I have 20. It's a straight 20. I'll get a hit. Uh, okay. Two, two? No, oh, man. Uh, and another seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. No. That finishes your turn. Not well done. It's like on the ground. You're just like <laughs> firing both, just sticking it side. You're watching the sprays of poison pox out of its body. It's just laughing on the ground. Uh, for Tasha Hitty's laughter, does it get a chance to break? Let me see. Uh, 
uh, blah, blah, blah. at the end of each of its turns, uh, or each time it takes damage, a target can make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, nope, of the two... Oh, target has advantage on that save if oh. it's triggered by that damage. Well, second, second roll is a 16. So, yeah, it's 16. Okay. So, it's no longer, so it fell prone, gave you disadvantage on the attacks, and then got out of your spell. Nice. But lesson learned. But it is prone. All right, so that uh, finishes your turn, not Molly? Um, uh, where's, oh, where's the little bird? Where's the little bird? Right. Oh. Um... There's really not much I can do here, so I'm just going to... Send I'm just packing, Molly. Hmm? Send it packing. I got nothing I can do. Oh, yeah, cool. Then, 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 like, <laughs> I'm going to... It's going to... It's going to... Well, I can do that. I'm just going to give another... another. Um, I'm actually going to walk... I'm, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm just going to do one more attempt to, to, to uh, uh, devil's tongue. And what is the sound? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the three minus one, so it succeeds. So it takes what type of second damage? Uh, oh, wow! Holy, Holy cow! Or, it worked. Uh, it, I'm not used to it working. What's wrong with that? Um, <laughs> not uh, it like never. Um, with laughter? Yeah. Fifth level. So, oh, hey, look at that! It actually has gone up. Thirty-four psychic damage. Uh, that's four points of psychic damage, uh, and it has disadvantage on sex attack roll. Ooh, interesting. Okay. So psychic damage strikes it, it, takes it, it does not spray the venomous toxin upon receiving the psychic damage. Um, but it is kind of like, it's grabbing its head now, the laughter has subsided. It goes like, brain freeze, brain freeze. It's trying to get back to its feet. That finishes your turn, Molly? That's all I got. All right. Uh, Bo, you're up in the trees. Ford, you're on the ground. Okay. Um, you're levitating? <laughs> I am levitating. Held on to the branch? Yeah, I... Can I kind of... Now you can try to reach the branch, yeah. So And kind of perch up on the branch? Sure. Yeah, you still have levitation spell on you, so if, okay. you, if you were to leap, well, you I, just kind of glide. Can I, I kind of, like, uh, grip the tree branch with my thighs? Okay. Force so you're on the branch there, yeah. yeah. Side saddle, and then I'm going to, I don't know why I'm acting like I'm drawing a bow, like I'm a bow user, because I've never been a bow <laughs> user, but I am, my name is Bo. I'm going to take two um, <laughs> some shurikens and do uh, that. Uh, first attack, don't fuck me. Um, 15. 15? Just hits. Okay. What is prone? You have disadvantage. So roll again to attack. Uh, okay. range. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's 14. 14 just misses. Okay. Sinks into the swamp mud next to it. Bummer. One natural 20. Yeah. And one more time, because that's just a bandit. 14. Okay, so that does hit. Roll so that hits, um, which is a D4, we've said, correct? Yeah, that is correct. Oh, cock. Super cock. Four. Here, I'll take the ass. It's a 10. 10? Yeah. Damage. Four plus your... No, four plus six, my attack bonus, right? Damage bonus. My damage bonus. bonus. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Eight. 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 Sorry, eight. sorry. All right, so eight points of damage. So the the, the, the shooter sinks into its chest, into the spray of toxin, and nothing in the vicinity to take the damage. Uh, that finish your turn? I have a bonus rate. You do. But I can't do an, a range. No, it's only, it's only, off it's only un, unarmed. I think it's your turn. Yeah, I, uh, I think that's um, all I got. Blood blood. Glug glug. I don't have a. She doesn't have a glug glug. Of course, yeah. Uh, I'll move. I'll move no. five feet closer towards El Troll. 
And I'll say, get the fuck out of here, and I'll just blast twice. All right, go for it. Disadvantage on each strike. Both oh, that doesn't, that's going to miss anyway. And the second one, that's going to miss. They both miss. I mean, they both just go passing right over its body. It's trying to get up. It kind of like slips for a second. What would have hit, it ducks out of the way just in time, and both of them arc off, hitting nothing. You get your ass out of this All right, that finishes your turn. It's now the troll's turn. It gets up half its movement, and it's going to run 15 feet this way. And then a full action run from 30 feet. And it's just like darting off with the corpse stuff from under its arm. It has its prize and it's just running off into the swamp. It's hurting, but you're watching its flesh kind of stitch together a little more. It's starting to heal up from some of the wounds. Get the fuck on out. Nobody wants to hear anyway. Anybody pursuing? Yeah, in my range, I will walk 15 feet forward and cast Firebolt from here. It's 120 foot range. Alrighty, go ahead and roll for that. Not the D20 for range. This one. Uh, that's a natural one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Firebolt vanishes beyond space there. Anybody else with a range attack that wants to try and make it? Sure, I'll take a shot. Go for it. At disadvantage? Uh, no, I'm oh. well, yeah, At this range it is, yeah. Uh, ten. No, misses. Twelve. Twelve misses. Okay. It's just, we're getting, it's starting to like, just hit the mist. This form's starting to become a little harder to see, and it's just running with such an intense okay. speed. Uh, oh, yeah, I got one more haste in action. You do? Sure. And a bonus action attack if you want to. Uh, wow. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, 14. 14? No, just misses. Okay, and a bonus attack action. <laughs> uh, 16. All right, roll damage. That does strike. That's one. <laughs> Kill it. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. It manages to catch it. It's still running. <laughs> All right. A Ford, you're the only one with a proper ranged attack here. If you want to try I'll take two more Eldritch Blasts, though. Go for it. A disadvantage, right? Oh, that's correct. correct. That's natural one. Come on, buddy. 19 or 18. That'll hit. That's 28. All right. Good roll damage. <laughs> Nine plus four, thirteen points. Oh, He's got a goal. He's got a goal. Pop it up. It gets blast. Still going. How far away is it right. now? Uh, well, now it takes the next turn to do a full sixty-foot run. Yeah. Um, I can like jump one more and try and get on. I don't think he's going down with it. I think at this, at this, at this point, the rate right, is... Right at the fact that you guys are having a hard time hitting it, and the rate is healing, yeah. you're start, starting to think... Oh, he's healing? Yeah. 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 Don't you troll tell us what we're starting to think. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying, you can, keep, you can continue to pursue if you want to. Uh, no, you know. He's healthier than anyone. He healthier than anyone. You really don't. Okay, okay. We know where he lives. Yeah, that's right. We know where his hovel is. Yeah. yeah. So, lesson learned. Oh! There's a dead person I'm talking about. I said around another time. But I was just like, you. Yeah. I'm doggy paddling through the air. Is that my friend now? Oh. Yeah. And we're still in the middle of this. We're just all falls. Yep, middle is one. And one more question. Matt, we're still in the middle of nowhere at this point, or we're... Uh, You guys are right at the edge of where these bodies have been propped up as a warning, which is from what Cabron told you was placed up to prevent people from coming towards the safe house. Well, we don't have our, we don't have our, our guide anymore. <laughs> no. Ask, ask, ask the, this one which way to go. Well, it, I mean, it's right. Safe house. This isn't the safe house? Well, this is the gates of the This is like, un, like, you're starting to get close to it, yeah, as far as you know. As far as we know. If these are the warnings, specific direction. All right. 
I guess that's what I'll ask it then because that's all I can ask. As you approach, the head kind of like just is tracking you the whole time. Sorry, we got distracted. There was a troll that came and stole our guide. I think you might have known him. Everybody. Anyway. Get a buddy. Which way is the actual safe house that we're trying to get to? The head kind of curves off to the right between the tree that it's stapled to and the other body it's propped up. You don't see any safe house. You don't see anything like that. Okay. Um, at that point, the head kind of... <laughs> Oh. Oh. Well, we know at least it's a hundred feet, so we yeah. can start. Are there actual knives it's stuck in? in? Looks to be like two short swords with some kind of a jam into it. Might have swords or, or, or like daggers. Short swords. Short swords. Do they have anything in their pockets? Making an investigation. Yeah, we're looting these bodies right yeah. now. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Good. Good. Investigation, you say? Yeah. Yep. Fourteen? Okay. Rummaging through the, the pockets and, and the various. Uh, uh, Bobbles you can find. You find four pieces of gold, a handful of about 12 silvers and a halfling. Um, looks to be some sort of a charm. Um, looks like it's made from a dried animal foot of some kind, like a, like a dog or coyote. Um, um, and uh, what looks to be some sort of a, a, a note that's keeping track of. Uh, locations that is mostly soaked now and the ink is all run and you just make out like bits of words here and there but it makes no sense to you. Take it, take it. I'm taking it. Give me the charm. Are you going to check if it's magic? Yes. Okay. I'm going to check the note. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mending on the note. Oh wait, it doesn't it doesn't make the words come back. Remember no, the other thing? Yeah, the paper is now dry. And and a full piece of paper, but the ink is still as smeared and lost as it was before. Do I? Can I look at the words? The few weird words you make out involve uh, a time. One of them says like uh, two hours past the noon sun. Uh, that's the most you make out of one sentence. Part of it's kind of smeared. It's, it's kind of like Steve Martin and the Jerk trying to read the love letter. Like, um, the other things you can make out is uh, uh, four men required. And then another one saying uh, something about shady, and that's all you make up. Shady growth. Oh. I bet that's shady growth. Shady is wild. Uh, shady, shady, shady. I'll say while Jess was doing all that, Caleb uh, sat down, took out his uh, spell book, and started ritual casting detect magic. Yeah, in fact, can we take a short rest while Caleb's doing that, just since that was a little gnarlier than we anticipated? Or maybe after I do that, because I'm... Sorry. My body hurts. So we'll say we'll take a short rest here, and while we're doing that, we'll also take a break. The rest from here, uh, we'll be back here in just a few, three o'clock. Just in case there is any... Maybe, like, two past noon? Maybe. 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 Caleb knows exactly what time it is. Liam likes to burn his friends. You left, er- you, you left early. <laughs> one thing we've got in common. You've, you've left early enough in the day where you, you aren't threatened for uh, to dusk for another few hours. So you guys continue on past the tree towards the hundred foot mark. Just a scan for traps. All right. Go make an investigation oh, check. Uh, just what uh, Caleb's detect magic would probably pick up um, traces on my bracelet. That's true. 
Yeah. So, you, so outside of the space around you or the trinkets that were found within the corpses, nothing. But you do see the mild glow from the bracelet on Callie's arm. Okay. Hey, Callie, can I ask you a question? Oh, sure, Jester. No, no, go ahead. This boulder that we're looking for? Yep. You said it was used in rituals? I think it is, yeah. Um, it's more that I know that it's part of a set that this cult were looking for, and I want to stop them getting it. Well, like a tea set? Like, were you ever used in rituals with these bows? Kind of. Um, not ones involving this bowl, but other rituals. Um, God, this sounds really horrible to say, but they weren't nice people. They, they killed people, and they, I kind of helped them. Because I didn't know any better. Like, the, the, you got to remember Sarissa, the priestess who raised me. She taught me all this stuff about the tyrant, about the queen. And I thought that that was just what the world was like, you know? I thought that that's, that was good. And she told me that these other people were bad and thieves and, and that they were being killed for righteous purpose. Who were the bad people? What queen? Uh, the scaled tyrant. She, they call her the queen. She's the queen of dragons. Um, five draconic heads represent her and... Uh, that kind of thing. So not a real queen. Maybe she's a real queen. I don't know. I just always heard to her referred to to as the queen. You know. Um, and yeah, she just she has five heads. That's what the stories say. I know one for each color of dragon. Make a religion check. Yeah. Oh, I know about. Her. No, I don't know anything about. You can make a religion check if you want to try and recall information. No, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. You've heard of the scaled tyrant. You don't know a whole lot of information, but you know. Uh, it's through your research that one of the entities that partook in elements of the calamity. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously not part of the okayed uh, deities of the empire. No, not at all. Um, is definitely considered was one of the betrayer gods in the calamity, though very selfish, um, and is considered by many to be the patron, whether it be the mother of or the patron of uh, chromatic dragons. Mm-hmm. The... Um Apparently, Sarissa, the, the priestess who found me, she, she was nice to me, but she would torture and, and kill people in her name. What kind of people? Merchants, people that had things the cult wanted and they wanted to take, and they said that it was rightfully theirs, but I kind of learned that it's not anymore. Um, and yeah, I, I helped them do that, but that's why I want to stop these bowls, you know? I want to, I want to stop them doing this to other people. They're super evil bowls. I don't think, though. I think they're, like, magically minor, like, little bit magic, but uh, as long as they're not used by the wrong people, they should be fine. What do you plan to do with the ball once you get it? Destroy it if I can, take it and hide it somewhere that they can't find it. You know, they raised me and I learned a lot, and I know what they're capable of, and I feel responsible for all the things I help them do. So I feel like it's, it's my responsibility to stop them. And, um... How was the bowl used in the ritual? Uh, I, it's not one I was familiar with, but I just know that it's part of the set. There's, there's six of them, I think, different things that they all use. Are you trying to look for all six of them? If I can, but they're hard to find. The cult works in shadows, you know. They, they keep themselves really secretive. I wasn't allowed outside of our temple where I was raised. You know, they gave me everything I wanted, but I just wasn't allowed outside, so... I guess I can be a bit naive about a few things, you know, but... I don't think being stuck inside makes you naive. I mean, I know some people that were stuck inside that know lots of things. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hope that I can meet them. I, I just, I feel like I need to learn a lot more, you know? So many people treat me, I ask if I can trust them, they say yes, 
and then they trick me, you know, or they use me to do bad things. That's not okay. I know, right? <clears throat> She's talking about herself. Uh, Kelly, do you plan to go back to Port Damali after this, if you're successful? Maybe, yeah. Um, I'll just try and get away, I guess. I've got a friend there, a legionnaire. He rescued me. Um, he's a dwarf called Grimm. Um, and he... I'm sure he'd help me find a secure place for the, the artifact. I don't know. Um, but if... Yeah, I, I guess I'll just try and find somewhere to hide them and, and keep on trying to stop these guys, you know? Um, Absolutely. Well, let's let's try our luck. Mm-hmm. It's like a very large task for one person. <clears throat> At this point, Nott has completed quite a, a thorough sweep of the vicinity as you move forward. Uh, no traps. Um, but you do notice as you head into this this next kind of open clearing, um, there's thick patches of vines and roots uh, that descend into what looks to be almost like a circular space that is awash with swamp water and just sort of like bog rot that is floating over the surface. Almost like a moat has formed naturally around this giant banyan tree about 30 or 40 feet across from side to side. It is gargantuan, and the roots kind of rise up and merge at different places where the tree itself seems to almost begin to expand about 10 feet up before it reaches out and curves and carves into the earth before disappearing beneath the water, the kind of still, awful swamp water that surrounds it. Um, you also see, across the front of its trunk in the vicinity, um, at least the bits where the sunlight comes through from the rather choked you know, boughs above that are shading the area quite heavily. Um, six more bodies tied to branches and roots with rope and vine. Their bodies covered with similar wounds as the ones you inspected before. Uh, some are just slumped against the base of the roots. Some are held up and like vines are wrapped around them and they're kind of stapled at an angle onto the sides of the tree. They're all just currently placed as a warning to either notify or fend off anyone who would wander too close. I don't think the fish people like the safe house being here. Maybe they want the safe house for themselves? Maybe this tree is sacred and it was being used as a safe house and that's not okay. Mm, certainly not welcome. It's been used as a safe house for a while, I imagine, though. The tree's not giving off anything. Yeah? Nope. Okay. Mm. Howie, can you make this water around the tree go away? Uh, yeah, actually, I think I, I should be able to do something about that. Uh, I'll shape water, and I can push it around, like, uh, like in a five-foot cube, so I can kind of part it a little bit. Yeah, you can tell it clear as well. You can part areas of it, but it's, it's about 15 feet across. Oh, okay. Um, as far as, like, the width of it, and it, it changes in width depending on which place on the tree you head, but it is essentially about a waist-deep area of water so you can move with it and can I, can I sh- shallow it and disperse it so it's you know it still has water but like kind of shrink it down yeah, like five you can do that so it's not as deep to walk through yeah you can bring it to like just past uh, knee height within a very localized area to you oh, that's, that's the best I can dig just I'm sorry oh no that's really impressive <laughs> I feel like Caleb could have done it Caleb can you do that too no I do not know how do to it do it not. being modest you could do it. No, not. I have limitations. I can do many things like you. But, uh... <laughs> Should we try to go towards the tree? Towards all the dead bodies? 
Is the water around the tree in a kind of a circle, like it just pans out? Kind of, like there's, there's a bit clearing around this tree. I mean, it's, it's, it's natural for the most part, but it looks like this area is kind of centered around the tree. Do I see anything kind of um, like landmarks or anything out of place surrounding Make the tree? Make perception check. Well, no, you haven't, you, you haven't yeah. submerged in the water yet, but it, it looks about waist high as you kind of kind of lower the water level. Okay. All right, 14? 14. 14. Uh, let's see here. You do glance up and see what uh, looks to be a band of teal fabric tied around the, one of the branches or like the edges of the where the roots at the top part, about 10 feet up, that has been weathered and dirtied from just being there for a long time. A lot of the color is faded, but you just barely take out its location. And it's just one little ribbon? Slight little, like, it looks like it might have been a bandana of some kind that was wrapped and tied around a root above. I'm going to see if I can climb the tree and get to it. Okay. Uh, so you wait to the water. I'll go with her just to accompany. Okay. You, know you want to walk on top of the water for a bit and just keep an eye for anything underneath the surface. Well, what if something grabs me from under the surface? Well, what if something grabs you from the shore, like a troll? Well, when if someone grabs you from all the right, shore? All right, all right, all right. Is not a nickname for Brent? Yes. Oh, that makes a lot more sense because you keep calling her not, and I just didn't get it. Um, yeah. I can, yeah. Sometimes we call her not Bryn. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're sure. We were drunk at the time. It just sort of happened. Yeah. Yeah. I it's small as a tree knot, you know. So. Oh. Well, I can uh, not, if I'm allowed to call you that. Sure. Um, I can make the water clear so you can see if there's anything that could grab you. Oh. What was that thing oh. you said about honesty earlier? I can't remember. You don't know any of the fact that I almost killed you, Marisha Ray. <laughs> I'm talking about before you almost killed me. When you had a great quote about honesty yeah. earlier. Honesty is the only thing well, that's the most important thing. to try and find me. I was trying to do for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was that? Yeah. Me and Lee Rupin of eight can't pick up on it. <laughs> find the tree. Huh? <laughs> eight. Eight. Uh, eight. It takes a while to even get close, but it's the, the, it, just the general motion there makes it slick, and you keep slipping down the side. Can I have uh, Ford give me a boost? Let's try. All right, roll it. A tiny piece of teal fabric. How far up? About uh, eight to ten feet up. I'll just reach it with my mage hand. <laughs> Do you untie it? Yes. Okay. You pull it and bring it down. It's, it's an old, like, starched, weathered bandana. Why don't you try pulling on the branch that it was tied to? How, all right. How deep is the water without the water being dispersed? About, the the tree. about three feet. It's now the water's now crystal I'm, I'm clear, by the way. Check water. I can clear. Oh, yeah. So now, now the water's clear. You can see below there's, uh, like, thick sediment, muck, um, what looks to be maybe a few bones of some wayward creature that long has been just left to rot beneath the water. But there's nothing apparently living in there aside from toads, tadpoles, other small, slithering natural creatures that call the swamp home. I will lower it now I've seen it's clear. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, uh, I, well, I, I'm happy to step in first. You know, you guys were kind enough to bring me. I'm happy to step through and make sure it's okay. Yeah. And I'll start. Okay, so make your way through, catching up to, to uh Bowen Ford, or at the base of the tree. You get up to the base of the tree now. The rest of you guys follow suit? Um, yep. All right, so you all cross past the water path. You're now at the base of the tree. You uh, not have the, the, the strange 
teal faded scarf now in your grasp. It's just a scarf? Yeah. Nothing else is happening. And you want me to pull on the branch? Pull on the branch that I was tied to. Pull on that branch. (laughs) 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 Vigorously pull on it! Maybe this too much. Uh-huh. You may be the gift machine. Pull on the branch. Huh? The gift machine. Damn it, Oh, God. Um, the branch itself is pretty sturdy. The, the 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 portions of the tree here do not bend very much, and it just doesn't seem to react to the the strength of the mage hand isn't very strong. Are there any knots on the tree, like underneath where the ribbon was? Make an investigation check. Where did that even go? It's right here. Oh. <laughs> uh, twelve. Twelve? Uh, yeah, you glance around, and as you're placing your hands against part of it, some of it kind of shifts. Oh, it wobbles, and you look, and there's now getting a glance, there's a piece of uh, weathered driftwood or some sort of separate wood that has been pressed up and kind of tucked behind some of the roots to look like it's part of the tree, but it's a little bit of a different texture, a different type of wood, and as you kind of press on it, it wiggles. You shift it. Traps. Check for traps, not. All right. I will check for traps. Make an investigation check. Uh, 16? 16. 16 does not appear to be trapped. So I'm going to move it then. Great. You are free. And now you can see what looks to be uh, about a, a four foot. Uh, carved hollow in the tree that leads to a dark, lightless interior. You did it! Well, you and Bo and me did it. But you did it, so... With my help. Right. Uh, yeah, Nicely done. <clears throat> Who's first? I almost died today, motherfuckers. I no, almost that died. Was, that was... That they was want to throw some light that was Caleb, exactly. Oh, you can't God. remember the thing you said about honesty and remembering... This is all meta conversation. <laughs> had no idea. Like, Liam almost used the wrong spell. It was on point. I, I, can, I can go first and summon some light. You can do light? Yeah, and I'll yeah, brush it. Yeah, Caleb can do light wait, too. Wait, wait, wait. Just, let's let's just... Hold on. I'll go in with dark vision without setting off any lights that might uh-huh. herald yeah, us. Yeah, then I'll get hurt. <laughs> behind you. Yeah. Matt, I'll cast light still, like, behind these guys, but it mm-hmm. comes out of her draconic eye. So she brushes her, like, hair to the side, and she has a yellow draconic eye on her left eye. Oh, oh, she glows like a torch light in the vicinity. Ali, <gasps> you're so cool. Thanks, Juicy. You're so cute. I love you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, as you step inside forward, you notice a fairly well cleared interior that smells of marsh water and lamp oil. Uh, glancing about, you can see there are two hooks on the wall that have been jammed in that carry the top part of some sort of a, an oil lantern that has been shattered against the wall. The, gl- the glass itself is broken, the metal is uh, bent, and you now can see there's some soaked uh, lamp oil that has fallen from those impacts that has just kind of hit the ground in the wall nearby and kind of is offering that additional smell of the room. Um, the floor is somewhat soggy with moss and the bits of like sand and gravel, uh, as well as the occasional heavy root that breaks through the surface of that kind of soft floor. Uh, there are some pieces of broken wood slats. Uh, besides that, the chamber appears to be empty. I don't see anything inside here. Looks like there was a broken lamp, so careful with fire. 
more here, right? This, this can't be it. Yeah. I'll push him a little bit more. Okay. You're now stepping into the chamber. The chamber's about 30 feet wide. Okay. And it's just round. Looking up? You look up. The ceiling's about 12 feet tall, and it's kind of, you know, there's some hanging roots that are kind of dangling from the top. It looks like it's been kind of carved away, maybe. Um, Does it feel like it's bigger on the inside? No, it looks, it matches the size. It's probably about, you know, two feet to three feet of thickness of the actual tree trunk at this point, and the interior is hollow mm-hmm. at this point. Furniture, articles, clothing? Anything? No. Uh, you make an investigation check. If you want to check. Are there any trap doors on the floor? Uh, 17. 17. Okay. A couple things. Though you don't have a sense of color, are you the only one in the chamber right now? I believe. Uh, I was behind. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We're in there as well. You went in there as well? Okay. Right. So as you, the rest of you guys step into the chamber and the light comes in, what you failed to see because it was a change of color becomes immediately apparent. There are scattered splashes of blood across areas of the walls and the side. Um, they're dried, but dried enough to the point where it's, you know, they haven't gone completely, the blood hasn't gone completely black and then uh, disintegrated. So this is relatively recent, weeks maybe. Um, as you guys are inspecting the space, you can see there are certain gashes against it. looks like there was definitely a fight and scuffle. The ground, the soft ground here, has signs of uh, turbulent movement, as well as what looked to be a number of smeared uh, grooves in the ground that kind of snake and spiral about. Are there any immediate threats in there? Fort. Not that I can see. You're Fort, as you're glancing about answering this question, you look down on the far north corner of it, and where some of like, the, the roots have gathered and kind of come down, there's one space where you kind of don't see the wall of the tree behind it, and as you move the root out of the way, it looks like there's an actual hole about two and a half feet wide that descends below the tree. Not any danger in the chamber, but it looks like there's more to this room. It looked like they were dragging bodies down there, the, the blood streaks and stuff. Could have been. Yeah, do the tracks lead to the hole? Uh, said there are some spatters of blood, and there are some things that give the sign of being pulled on, as well as pieces and shards of wood, um, including like, so it looks like bits of, of almost like porcelain, some object that had shattered or broken. Uh, it looks like whatever may have been within this chamber at some point, a lot of it's been brought down there. Not Bren. <clears throat> You're up. I gotta go down there? Yep, by yourself. Like where the fish people live, are there fish scales on the ground? Do you need light? Make an investigation check. I would help. I'll, I'll help with this. I'm spelling the air for fishy. Oh, it doesn't matter anyway. Oh. 17. 17. Uh, you do manage to pull through. You do see what looks to be a small piece of, of, of thick, scaled hide of some kind that was carved off, probably as part of the scuffle. Um, it's skin. It's pretty tough. Uh, There's like a halibut kind of salty tuna. Some brackish flesh. I'm going to put it in my bag. Okay. Gross. Um, before we go down, or as these guys go down, can I take a lap and look at the bodies on the outside and see if I recognize any of them? Recognize any of the bodies? The six bodies. Okay. Uh, glancing past and taking a look, there's nobody that you've seen before that is amongst this crew. Okay. Um, they all appear to be darkly dressed, generally to keep out of sight. Um, you do see two other members there that have an uh, accumulation of neck tattoos. Um, you've seen ones back in, in Sadash that are like almost full bands of designs. Yeah. These individuals have only sections of it. It's, you start getting the idea that the more they've worked with whatever organization network this is, 
the more completion they've had of certain jobs, depending on what their job is, a certain type of individual acquires tattoos as a sign of how long they've been there and how successful they've been. That's cool. Okay. So they all seem like smugglers. At, at one point, possibly. Captain, quick round of the pockets. Can we investigation uh, check? Uh, okay, okay. Just real quick, real quick. Caleb is there and quick. puts uh, uh, light up in the up in the tree with them. What's up? I'm outside with her and I'm okay. casting dancing lights into the tree okay. so that she can see better. Thirteen. Thirteen. You managed to scrape away about, I'll say, seventeen gold pieces and five silver pieces. Nice. Um, before, as you as you pull off of it, you watch as the lower half of the body comes flaws off the torso and you kind of like back away sorry <laughs> sorry oh no the smell is awful as, as a lot of the interior gas of the bloated corpse kind of escapes in this like terrible rotted sulfurous stench no uh, oh, god please we have been around death plenty of times Caleb throws up quietly <laughs> okay let's you do it back and forth let's there's only one place to go, and that's down. Wait, I'm just going to take a quick minute to just stare into the eternal abyss of the dodecahedra. Yeah, sure. I just, like, open up the bag so you can... Oh, my God, what is in there? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Don't, I, let, don't let Carly see it. Sorry, Carly. Okay. So as, as you take a moment and focus and kind of place your hand on this, you know, lightly thrumming device, your vision is pulled into this kind of universal space of stars and gas and distance existences you've never contemplated and there you see before the kind of pulsing light of possibility you reach out your hand and grasp it and feel it enter your body and you've acquired your fragment of uh, possibility it doesn't take much to distract Callie you just kind of like point over there alright I'll take a swig and then just go down the hole okay so the hole has there is Chunks of, of rock and dirt, as well as a very, very interwoven network of, of roots coming out from the tree, so it's fairly easy to climb down. There is a little bit of that damp uh, water and, and, and uh, moisture that has seeped into the chamber previously from just being near the swamp. Uh, it wasn't like a, like a thick layer of water, maybe like a half an inch or so in the actual portions of the chamber, and some of it is now heading down. So as you're climbing down carefully through this hole, you can feel it kind of running down your back, and it's kind of this cold swamp water. Um, I need you to go ahead and make an athletics check as you make your way down this chamber. Not great. Just a check? Yep. Just add your athletics. Seven. Seven. Okay. <laughs> Begin to... <laughs> and you lose your grip and you're going to slide down like a slide. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you get about maybe 15 or so feet before the back of the slide leaves you. You have dark vision, so you see what looks to the interior of some sort of chamber in the ground rocketing towards you. I will throw out a feather and cast Featherfall. Okay. And you gingerly land on your feet. No damage taken. And no noise made either. <laughs> Looking around you, you see what looks to be the inside of a natural rock chamber. Uh, you can hear in the distance almost like a, a, a rummaging sound, some shifting uh, from around the corner. It seems like from where you're landing, the back is around you, and then it curbs to the left. You see what looks to be a faint puddle of some kind before you lose vision. And beyond that, you don't see anything, but you hear like... Coming towards me or just, just moving? Just echoing around the side. Cool. You hear like a. You hear a. 
Oh, God. Something clattered to the ground. What the rest of you guys doing? Do we hear this from the whoosh? I don't think you heard anything there. Can you send a message to Nurse and see what she sees? Not Bram? Not Bram? Are you doing that? Are you sending a message? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have just joined the group. Uh, how are you doing down there? What do you think? I will uh, reply to that message. You and me go back and forth. There's a, there's a creature down here. I don't want to make it noise. If you're going to come down to join me, use our help. All right, we can do that. Uh, just stay put. Don't go rushing in without us. Is it one or more than one? I don't know. I'll go rushing in and find out. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to gingerly creep around the, the corner and just make a look. stealth check for me. Mm-hmm. Hard to resist. Let's glide down. Let's yeah. glide down the road. Let's glide down the road. Fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, as you kind of slowly make your way around the side, this chamber appears to be almost like kidney shaped, like it curves around the bend. And as you make your way around the chamber. Uh, you're, uh, at the outskirts of your dark vision, you begin to make out three shapes. Um, humanoid torsos with long fins that extend from where the elbows are. Uh, looks to be patchwork leather and bronze armor pieces, as well as uh, looks to be hints of, of shell jewelry and bone. Uh, where the face is, you, you can see one face as you peek around the edge, and you can see this like large, toothy underbite of the square jaw where these four tendrils kind of dangle from the tip of its chin and a single fin curves over the top of its head. No nose, but two gleaming eyes that almost like uh, refract and a little bit of uh, uh, light seems to be coming uh, into the chamber um, from what looks something out of the visual range is giving off a faint glow. Um, the lower half of its body is a long like a, a fish tail. Almost like a, it looks like what a nightmarish merman would look like. And it's just there clutching what looks to be some sort of a long harpoon-like pike with a hook on the end of it. Are they waiting? Are they talking? What are they doing? They're talking amongst themselves, and you look, uh, they hear with some sort of, like, tearing sound. You peek around a little further, and you can see what looks to be some sort of a, a creature that's been dragged down here. Um, a familiar one. A thick, leathery, scaled body of what looks to have been once a crocodile of some kind. Not a large one, but a regular-sized crocodile has been dragged down here, and all three of them now in the process of feasting on its body. They're tearing into it flesh and talking amongst themselves in a language you don't understand. And uh, around the basin, you see what looks like broken uh, crates, and a few odds and ends are kind of just resting on the ground, loosely discarded. Any other entrances or exits? Uh, from what you can see, you're kind of like peeking around the corner. You cannot see the opposite end of where this curvature is without possibly revealing yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you like us to do? Uh, anywhere else to hide or something to hide behind? Uh, around that way? Not terribly. There are a few outcropping walls and a few. Uh, at this point, I say I can probably give you a visual. Oh, um, while you're setting the stage, I'll, I'll message back up to them. Uh, oh, what is that? What are they writing? What are they writing? Watery. Watery penises. 
that's not. You're right okay. there, curving around the side. Did I come down right where I am? You landed right got here it, and made your way around. This got is it. where it drops you into the middle of the chamber. Got it. I'll, I'll sort of radio back up to the top and, and just say, there are three mermen down here with dangerous weapons. I am very outnumbered. Please come. Please come quickly. You can't reply to this. Yeah, stay put. Uh, we've that. Stay put. Stay put. Don't move. I'll cast Mage Hand and just uh, take a ball bearing a- across the way, but not drop it, just holding it in place, just in case. Okay. So who's going down? Uh, I drop Frumpkin down the chute. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> going to die. Yeah. <laughs> Can I not? Right. Cats can run in a room. Oh, no. They're in like 50 feet. Go, yes, they can. go ahead. Yeah. Get, it, get the can. Yes, they can. There's actually. Most of them. They can. Make an acrobatics check for me. Okay. <laughs> can we start tying a rope off upstairs and, and drop it down? Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, my acrobatics or the cat? Cat's acrobatics. Oh, great. Hold on. I got that pulled up right here. Hold on. Hold on. Are you going to land on the cat on your feet? Double knot in our rope to make a 100 feet of rope. Though they should survive. Yeah, no, right? it should be fun. But I meant for you guys. Like, what do what you want? 
same time and scream and attack at the same time. I kind of like that idea. Yeah, yeah let's uh, ambush. Like, three, two, one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think that these two would be good to lead. It is, but these two should lead that charge. Yeah. Give, okay. give, give the explosive thing. Well, we shouldn't do explosives because it's like burning. Watching? Mm -hmm. Uh oh, something's happening. Yeah, that was. You hear the splashing of water? Oh, and out from the side, another one emerges. Ah, to be a side pool. And kind of. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Yeah, one it turns around and splashes back into this little pool and finishes below the surface. Oh. Is there any way? Oh. Is there any way to freeze the water and yeah. get rid of the water? Giant giant thing. Water. Are yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Are they still talking? Uh, I'm briefly chatting, but in the process of eating more than you think. I, I think I can, I, I can freeze about five foot, though. That's the amount I can do. Pool in the back there. Where they entered and exited it's about ten. It's about ten square feet of public. And I can, I can freeze half of it. And it's oddly specific how much I can freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Does want to try to talk to these things or are we just... Yeah, they look like murderous fishmen. Yeah, good, 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 good to fuck them up, I think. Good to fuck them up. You could try. No, I don't think that's the way that sounds. Murderous fishmen. Murderous fishmen? Well, it's... Have any of you seen Thor Ragnarok? Yeah. I could, uh, I could blind them. Don't you speak fish? What? You're half fish. You vomit. You're half fish. You vomit ocean water. Fish. I'm half orc. Underwater. That is actually not true at all. Not, not at all. What is the other half? What's the other half? Half human, I'm assume. You assume. We're glossing over it, but we've seen you vomit seawater twice. Once. You'll be like, oh, I never knew this fish. Never make a stealth check. I know. Who's giving crazy? Someone crazy distraction will pop out. You have a bullet. I rolled a six. Is it a? What was the number you rolled? It was a four. Four. Okay, that's six. Fifteen. Fifteen. I've already. I've activated a four. What's the other half? I don't feel bad. Oh, yeah. Don't feel bad. Oh, yeah. Don't feel bad. 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 Don't feel well, that's sort of like a signal to go. On the one, yeah. on the three, two, one. All right. And then we jump up. All right. So you throw the ball bearings, and then everyone rolls initiative. Okay. You lost the surprise round, unfortunately. You were spending too much time talking. Too much time talking. <laughs> All righty. Half carp, half orc. Yeah. Orc carp. Carp orc. Purple. Mother. Alrighty. So, uh, 25 to 20, anybody? 
Uh, I'm, um, wait, 25 to 20? Yeah. Nobody, 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 huh? 20 to 15. 19. 18. 19. 18. Okay, so we have Bo. Uh, what'd you get? 18. 18. Ford. And then Molly at 16. 15 to 10? Same. 10. 13. Yay. Alrighty. Wow. That's your name, Caleb. So would you get into the Yasha and then don't not say Caleb. Don't numbers. I don't know that shit. What is and it? then is it not in Caleb? Caleb and I got 10 10. He's a rubber cheekle. Um, 10-10 wins. Alright, 10-5. No, he's on the other. Oh, MPR. Jester and Callie. All things considered. I believe... Here's your turn. No. Alright, that's everybody. Top of the round, as all three of them have kind of spun around, apparently aware that something is lurking in this in this area of it. You don't see us, right? No. For six seconds. But it's not an ambush round. Yeah. So, uh, top of the round is Bo. You're up. <laughs> can I hold my turn until Ford goes? You can hold your turn, you can hold an action. Why are we dumb? Because um, <laughs> we are us. <laughs> all, all the back stealth checks were... Big three. Big three. Big six. Big six, and... I get ten. Ten, right. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> I am going, can I move into place and then hold my action until, yeah, you until four goes? Depending on what your action trigger is, yeah. It's like, and it, I want to attack after he attacks. Right. That's after he casts the spell. Can I move kind of in this corner as far as, like, I'm going to stealth? Over here, next to not? Yeah, so I'm going to stealth. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you can do that. Stealthing as fuck. Okay, and you're holding your action in case. And I'm not the I'm gonna hold my shuriken. Okay, so as you're pulling back with that, fourth. Uh, I'm gonna run around the corner. Give me that right over here. Over here? Yeah, so I can see all three of them at least. All right. Well, you're gonna be out in the open, just so you're aware. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you move over here. You can now see all three right there. Look, fish bucks. <laughs> yeah, that, that's as far as you can move there. So you turn, they all turn. Yeah! You see some of them holding uh, what looks to be these, these large harpoon trident things that have the hooked on the end. Uh, and they have some sort of, looks like a, like a, 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 some sort of thick cabling of some kind attached at the end of it. Aren't you all pretty? Yeah. I look, and in the space in between them, I, I see this ripple start to form, and I reach out with my hand, and I'll grasp at the space and tear a, a rip in reality, and I'll cast Hunger of Hadar. Oh, shit. Ripping. Ripping this 20 foot, 20 foot dome on the ground. Oh my god. 20 foot radius? 20 foot radius. Where do you want to go? I'll I'll put it right here. Actually, no, I'll stick it right here. Alrighty. Yeah, because it has there, and it makes it difficult terrain, so let's put it right there. Alrighty. You got it. Yep. So you watch suddenly as the the back end of that chamber, which is, well, those who can see, which Caleb currently. Like, it's mostly dark here, that faint, faint glow around the corner that you don't see the source. There's no light in here. Um, that light goes out. You are blind at the moment. Because a little bit of light there has been consumed by this sphere of darkness that Ford has, uh, has summoned on the opposite side of the chamber. You watch as, as reality kind of tears open in that space. And you see these strange kind of black, purple, unworldly tentacles, like, without from the outside of it. And you hear this, like, 
horrible slithering sound within the center of that chamber with this faint underlying of whispers and chanting. Oh, shit. So, uh, does that do immediate damage or only on their turn? Uh, only, if they, uh, only if they start in it or if they end their turn in it. Got it. Two different types of damage. Cool. All right, so that ends your turn there. Yep. Molly, you're up. No, me. Um, okay, okay, okay. You're holding. That's true. Can I pop around the corner? Let me see here real fast about the Hunger of Hadar stuff. My goggles on, by the by. All right, so you cannot see anything. You have your goggles on. But I still can't see. Well, actually, it says the void is filled with a cacophony of soft whispers. No light, magical, otherwise can illuminate the area of the 20-foot sphere. Correct. Fully within the area. But you have dark vision. I do, yeah. But it's, 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 within the sphere, they're blind. And I have my goggles yeah. with my vision. Dark vision. Correct. So uh, I'll say you can see where they are, but it's a little obscured. So. Okay, I'm going to kind of pop out. Can I kind of pop out? Yep. Am I able to do that? You are. Beep. I'm gonna well, no, sorry, you cannot move. You were, do your move because you have to have an action, so you only attack that one that you can see there. Okay, I will throw two. Okay, uh, they're at disadvantage because it's beyond your 20-foot initial range. First one. Man, um, I'll take that 12, though, for an 18. Mm-hmm. Just hit. 18? Uh, yeah, oh, that's yeah. my disadvantage. That does hit, yep. Um, and that. <laughs> um, seven damage. <laughs> seven damage? On that one. All and then second one. Ooh, those are double fours, which I don't believe hit. Nope. Disappears into the darkness. And then I'm going to take a key point and um, cast, um, you know, almost called it Uncanny well, you, Dodge. You, you, you had to do it on your turn. You've only got an action you were holding. Sorry. Okay. How is it doing here? I uh, guess that's it. It's about 10, 11 feet. It's not very high. I have to... I would have had to have said it earlier, which I didn't know. That ends Ford and Bo's turn. Molly? Uh, where am I? Let's see, I'm over there. Um, I'm going to run uh, as far as I can go towards towards Ford. That's as far as you can get right And I'm going to spend the rest of my action running across and get into that little alcove. This over here? Mm-hmm. No, 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 the other side of it. I'm sorry. There you go. In over... No, but like behind oh. that little... Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay, there we go. So, positioning and ready for the... So action, action, solo bonus if you want. Uh, I, nothing for my bonus. Okay. okay, did you activate one of your scimitars? Uh, one is activated, the other okay. is not. Got it. Cool, that ends your turn. Uh, it is now their turn. So top of the round, they're both in the space. So they take how much damage? They take 2d6... Uh, this is cold damage. That's right. Wow. Each of them, do I roll up? You do, so roll up. Well, at one, five, four, nine points of damage each. Cold. Nice. Mechanical <laughs> beating. <laughs> you hear this like strange slamming and slithering sound and hissing noises on the inside. Um, alrighty, so this one's gonna go ahead and move just to the edge of there. These are both. Whoa! Oh, oh, he's dead. He's dead. Too late. That worked. This guy only gets about there, actually, before he can move into the water. Right now, because they only have they don't have a huge movement on land. 
and they're difficult terrain. Exactly. Like so they, those guys are kind of clustered there. That guy does manage to move. Right. And they end it. Yeah. You just send whatever you got in the sphere. That's fucking um, awesome. I'm trying to keep them in one spot. He's going to go ahead and continue slithering the rest of the way. He gets. I'll say it gets into about there. At the end of their turns, they must succeed on a dexterity saving. Not the end of the turn yet. Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. It's my fault. Uh, The two, while still blinded, saw you emerge. The one over on this end is going to go ahead and attempt to throw one of its harpoons in your direction. It's blinded, so it's disadvantage on the attack. Uh, Uh, Disadvantage, it's a 16. What's your armor class? 17. Oh, slick. So it shoots through, and you just deflect it with the shield and watch it spark off. The one behind it's going to go ahead and throw as well. Natural one. Yeah. It chucks the harpoon. Both of them land on the ground, and you hear them scrape as they're pulled back to where they are. Uh, the one that's right there in front of you is going to go ahead and uh, throw another harpoon. Yeah. It's going to go throw a, har- throw a harpoon at you. It does not have disadvantage. That is a 20 to hit. That's it. All right. So you suffer as it jams and pierces into your abdomen, right past the armor, sticking a couple inches into your chest. You take uh, 11 points of piercing damage. Okay. And I need you to make a strength check. Don't get dragged. I have to make a constitution statement. You do to maintain the spell. Nine. (laughs) Natural 20. Oh. You get dragged right up into its space right there. Nice. Um, make a, a constitution saving throw to see if you can maintain concentration on your spell. I have to make, I forget. I uh, just make a constitution saving throw. And you have to roll under the spell damage. Oh, 23. Or, or, or sorry, over the spell All right, so you see that one. Now it's pulled you in. It's going to go ahead and make a bite attack against you as it pulls you in. Its jaw opens up to strike you. That is uh, 18 to hit. Oh, that hits. That's the X-17 R. All right, you take... Seven points of piercing damage as it digs its jaws right into the front of your chest and shoulder area. <laughs> Biting down. Make another constitution saving throw. Oh, God. Snap for 20. Yeah! Maintain concentration of the spell. Um, all right, so now all three must make a dexterity saving throw to receive the damage again. Uh, that is a fail, uh, a fail, and a fail. Yeah. Two, ten, and a three. That is a six and a one. So seven points of acid damage. Nice. All righty. <laughs> so, that ends their turn. That brings us to Yasha. All right. Uh, all right. How close can I get to this, this guy? Forty. You can't quite get up into his space. You're ten feet away. Shit. You can use an action to dash if you want to make the rest of the movement, but you won't have an action. Oh, an action. Is there anything good on a bonus? I can. I mean, I can do the rage, but then it could go away. If, if, you, I, don't, if you don't take damage before the end of the next turn, yeah. Which is possible, then mm. I could. Unless you move into the tentacle range. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's just <laughs> tentacle range? That's what it's Oh, boy. That's just a oh, of like darkness and stars and With tentacles. milky tentacles. Milky. Whipping around. Can I hold my action? You can? To what? What are you going to hold and for what? To, to, you know, if he comes and if he tries to bite or attack for it again, I can. Oh, 
Yeah. Until he gets in range. Okay. Holding attack, he comes in range. Yeah. That ends your turn, Yasha. Not in Caleb, you're up. With Jester and Kelly on deck. Ah, uh, you want me to go? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm going to move forward uh, until I can see... Uh, uh, I, uh, no, Frumpkin's going to go first. I'm going to pull a Shikasta and uh, use Frumpkin to help me see in here. Okay. Uh, and I have to ask you as a DM, can my cat see w- w- in the dark? Does your cat have dark vision? I don't know. It doesn't say... No, remember, you've, you've looked at this before. It I doesn't. I don't remember, but I know that my cats could see in the dark growing up. Yeah, but in the book, it doesn't have dark vision. We did this last week. Yep, it does not. Okay. Uh, I'm going to stumble forward in the dark. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to say... Uh, Ah? And I cast Enlarge on Beauregard. Oh, so this oh, uh, ten and a half feet tall. Oh, yeah. Is it right. an owl, by the way? Because my light spell would still be going, so Caleb might be able to see in that first area. Oh. Uh, in that first area, okay. Okay. but nothing beyond nothing that. Beyond that's fine. Yeah, you can still so then, if place. that's the case, then I wouldn't go that far forward. I would stay as far away from danger as I can if, as soon as I see Beauregard. You're right in that corner. Enlarge. You got the bow has swollen to an enlarged state. I'm so swole. He tabs on there is like uh, Amazon women singing right now. Now Bo Bo takes up this entire state now. The big (laughs) Damn, Bo's big. And at a ten foot ceiling bow you suddenly crouch. <laughs> and you're now kind of like hunched forward with the top of it grinding against the top of your head and shoulders. Cool. Yep. Boom. You gotta pull a Vega position yeah. here. Yep. Like uh, I'll like, uh, fire at the one near near good old Ford. Mr. Ford. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Well, advantage? Why would I have that? Aren't they in combat? Would that be a sneak attack? Or? Well, no, no that be hit. If, if he hits a sneak attack, he doesn't get advantage. So, yeah, that missed him, unfortunately. I'll shoot again. Slightly better, 14. 14 does hit. Oh, okay. This one got a sneak attack? It does, yeah. Oh, great. Once the Yeah, well, I like it because. Ooh, terrible. It's kind of bold. Nine. Thirteen plus I'll take Fury of the Small, so that's eighteen. Eighteen points of damage. All righty. Uh, and then can I get all the way to Molly Mock on my movement? Yeah, you can. Right over there. Hi. 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 <laughs> all right. After. So, uh, just during count. Okay. I'm going to um, run over behind Frumpkin in that little alcove. Um, And I'm going to, actually, that's a lie. I'm going to uh, get next to Caleb. All right, there. Um, Yeah, back a little bit. There you go. Even more. And then I'm going to cast Invoke Duplicity. I'm going to Invoke Duplicity. Yep. And she's going to run forward um, and stand next to Fort. There you go. Yeah. Alrighty. Hey, Jester. Uh, your turn, Jester? Um, yeah, because that's my action. Cool. Uh, how far can Kelly get into full 30 foot movement? Close to 30, about there. About there. Alright, so I'll move there, um, and then you watch as she kind of, the draconic eyes, she brushes the hair out of the way, she focuses on the one fighting Ford, and a 
sickly green beam will just shoot out of the eye, and I'm going to cast Ray of Sickness. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. This is an attack roll, spell attack roll. Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh, Madonna Ray of Light. Like two thousand and two. Alright. 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 As the bone, <laughs> you watch as like this, the the veins all of a sudden go dark on its torso where it impacts. And then as she starts like the combat's going, it's just going to be like, ah, come on, let's kill these things. And you start seeing like a little bit of like comes a bit more draconic. All right. Oh. And then Kelly's turn. Bo, you're up. Jester, oh wait, I'm Jester. Oh no, Jester, Jester went. She was today. Oh oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So me. So I'm Lar- enlarged bows crouching down the came in. Am I, do I, can I get to, can I get to the doucher? You can if you scoop by and kind of shove those guys out of the way. Sorry, my voice is even deeper now. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Big rain comes running through. The giant foot (laughs) right next to you, not as Bo's large form almost stomps on you. You're like, oh, God. That's not brand new. (laughs) All right, first attack. Okay, Uh, 16. Fresh. 16, that hits. Second attack. Not good. Eleven. Eleven misses. Okay, so first attack. All right. Four. Okay. Ten damage. For the Ten first damage. Attack. With your staff, as you rush up, crouching low, you take the staff and just jam it down into it. It kind of looks back at you as it sees you looming by, and as it pulls up its harpoon to try and defend, you jam the the staff into its chest shove it to the ground under the water and hear a crunch as you collapse its rib cage with oh, the impact. Yes. Is that a Fuck yeah. Okay. It's happens? taking the brunt of your damage. What happens to the harpoon and the cord sticking out of me? Huh? Hey, boy, it's, the harpoon kind of fell out of the wound. Oh, it's, it's, it's loose on the ground. There's like a pretty like nice puncture wound through your armor and your body right there. You good? Okay. Can I, I take those staff when I pick it up with a fish tool on it? Oh, God. And I'm like, it's fish kebabs! And then I... Can I it is today! That's what's on the menu! Oh, I'm 20 feet behind you here. This is all I want, Oh, my God. Too many one-liners. Can I, uh, can I do something creative? Can I do something creative and take my, take my staff with my fish on it and fling it and try and throw the fish cadaver at the other You're fish dude. I want to... Yes, I just want to... So you take it and you fling it into the darkness and just... Oh, come on, man. I can't, I can't try to aim to attack. You've already used your action to do your attack. You get the arm... Bonus action is an arm strike. So this is a flavor as you throw it into the darkness <laughs> that they can't see. And you watch it. You hear the body... I you were, but there's nothing, nothing to hit that's unarmed here. So you do fling it in there, and you hear this horrible slurping sound as whatever, as whatever, I know you were, and, and whatever Karen reality that, that, that was opened by Ford's patron devours the corpse. It's plucked out of the air and just sucked through whatever small rip in reality had opened. Okay, so I'm going to 
Okay, can I then take my actual bonus action to do um, patient defense? She's lucky to be alive. Okay. All right, then you can file in the court. I'm going to uh, move along this hug this wall if I can, just back up a little bit, All right. and I'm going to hold, um, I'm going to hold Eldritch Blast if I see them emerge from the darkness. Okay. Yep. But that's your turn. Uh, do I have any more movement? Molly. Goodbye? You did have a little bit more, yeah. Could I have scooched up a bit? Could have, yeah. Just a bit. Just a scooch. I'm scooching. Excuse me. Five, ten, fifteen. You can scoot all the way up to here if you want. Twenty. I've got very long legs right now. You're kind of like, like, like squat, moving your way through the cavern. A four cents is very good for your abs. <laughs> Molly, what you got? Uh, it ain't nothing for me to hit, so I'm just going to slightly peek out around the corner so that I can keep an eye on things. All right. And I'm going to uh, to uh, hold my attack for anything that uh, comes in with the range. You got it. All right, it's now their turn. I have math. Top of the turn, they take 2d6 damage. Go ahead and roll that. Yeah. Two. Three, five points of uh, cold damage. Got it. Alrighty. <laughs> Sound on the inside of this darkened sphere. Uh, I got this going to just get into the water and poke his way through, uh, but just barely get his vision out. The sky's going to come out as well and encounter Bo on that element. They're both still inside. Um, Still inside the tentacle. Yeah, actually, yeah, the circle should be a little further forward. So yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Well, they're both inside. They're still yeah. inside. And another one arrives oh, here. No. And only moved there. We don't know that. Um, since he's going to end it, he ends his turn there. Yeah, but he will. Yes. Um, so uh, this one here is technically right in range of Ford, and it's going to go ahead and unleash two strikes on you with its uh, claws and its melee bite. Actually, or no, they can be melee with its harpoons. It's going to attempt to harpoon you and bite you. Okay. So for it, that's a funny. On the harpoon. Uh, and then for the bite attack, that's going to be a 23. Uh, yeah, they both. God damn it. All right, so the harpoon is going to be 24 points of piercing damage. It just jams right into your chest, pushing you against the wall. Go ahead and make a concentration check, if you don't mind. Yeah, no problem. You have to beat a 12. Uh, just uh, 21. 21, all righty. Uh, and it's going to go ahead and bite you in the face. Oh, the bite did actually bite hit. Bite in the face. Yep. yep. And that's going to be a D... Eight points of piercing. How many lab board? I don't know. I can't add this fast. My app is oh, breaking. There it is. No, the snitch fell away. I need to keep it. <gasps> Touch the ground. You're turning them against me, man. Yeah, do that. It tried to run. Some treasures abandoned their mask. Alrighty. So make a second concentration check. Uh, 13. 13 is fine. You maintain concentration. Uh, The other one that's right next to Bo is going to attempt to uh, also throw its harpoon at you since it saw that you were the source of this. They're trying to break the spell. Um, go so go. I'm going to go ahead and cast. I'm casting. <laughs> I'm some bullshit on You're that. holding an attack. Oh, so you have to say you have this to... is a reaction. 
Oh, you, you, I'm, I'm doing a blood malady. But I am a, a blood malady. Yeah. Okay. So you have the next two. The next two attacks oh, right. are, are just. So attacks. you're amplifying it. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. So roll the damage. That's disadvantage on that. One point of damage. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. What's your armor class? Uh, 17. 17. It still hits the first strike uh, with a harpoon <laughs> into you. Uh, that's going to be. 12 points of piercing damage. I go unconscious. Oh! I use my relentless endurance to pop back up to one. Uh, upon seeing Ford get super daisy, can I use my sentinel feet to crack this guy who just tried to... You attack? can. Uh, while this is happening, roll a concentration check. Yeah. 19 plus that'll... And make a strength check for me, please. Okay. So I'm super strong. Where's the <laughs> nice. 19 on its side. 13. Uh, 14. 14. You get dragged 20 feet through the water. Oh, no. Into range with it. That's the wrong way. Um, Bo, you go ahead and make your sentinel strike on it. Oh! Natural 20. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right, so go ahead and... Oh, that was awesome. Okay, doubling the dice. That's 8 plus... Four, like twelve, eight. plus another dice, plus two. Yeah. Yeah. The dice of the, of the enlarged is also doubled too. Right, that's fine. So two yeah. plus another four, so uh, sorry, sorry, two doubled, which is four, so that's sixteen damage. Sixteen points of damage. Uh, <laughs> so I, as he like grabs the chain, I want to like big bow steps on the chain and just cracks him right in the face. And as it, as it gets cracked, you watch one of the teeth kind of go flying from the impact of your giant elbow hammer into its jaw. Using that momentum, it looks back, its eyes clenched down on Ford, now kind of almost prostrate before it, holding onto the harpoon. It goes for the face. Uh, this is with its advantage, though. So. Oh, that'll save you. It was a 17 and a 2. Uh, so the hug goes to bite you. Um, and you manage to like pull up your sword in the way and kind of like block it, and it's like it's Oswald uh, open this horrible, like terrible fishing, like breath smell just cascades over your face, and you're like, uh, oh yeah, it's like a dock on a Tuesday morning. Yeah. Um, blind on the other end. What happens on Monday nights? Is blind. It hears all this noise happening. It's gonna go ahead and make a wide shot with its harpoon in the direction of where it's hearing all this conflict. Um, hey, one di- of its brothers. Disadvantage. The 16 and 18. That still hits. Sorry, Ford. You take... A disadvantage? But 16 doesn't hit. Huh? 16. No, those are the, those are the dice uh, rolls I was making. It's a 16 and a 19. Uh, so that's five to nine points of piercing damage. He's throwing in the dark in the direction where two guys, and he's threading them and hitting me? Yeah. Yeah. You guys have done it before. Fair enough. <laughs> Unconscious, I guess. Uh-huh. Fuck! Oh, shit. Fuck! So that Ford goes down, the spell fades. No! It closes off. They now have visuals. But that's all of their turns, right? Uh, this is going to move. Fine. Cool. Didn't he burn his whole turn just getting to where he was? That was his, no, that was his, his whole movement? movement? That was his movement. That's right. He went and moved. Yeah. He went top of the round. Thank you for reminding me. You're But he was asking to throw that. <laughs> uh, that's all I had. <laughs> uh, that ends there, go. Yasha, you're up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to move to the guys who've been attacking... My boy Ford. It's in here? Yeah. Oh, All right. In the water or on the side? On the side. You got it. Uh, I would like to rage. Yeah! And the full Yasha angry. Uh, my fury, all the bits. Not until you're up next. Right there. 
Nineteen. Nineteen hits. Okay. Um. So the first strike with the divine. Three. Yep, three to six. Ooh. Good boy. Twenty. Twenty. What's damage in the first strike as you carve yeah. across his torso yeah. and hisses back? Still standing though. Uh, another, another. All right, that's two. D, yeah, two D six plus five. Okay. All right. Ten. Oh, no, no, no. That was. Uh, what did you roll? Oh wait, six. Oh, six Ele- plus, plus what? Five. five. Yeah, eleven, eleven, eleven. Eleven points oh. of damage. Yeah. As the first blade strikes carves down its body, it pulls that hissing forwards like unconscious, sinking underwater with the harpoon still sticking out of its chest and kind of leaning back at an angle as he vanishes into the dark liquid. Uh, as it pulls back, it yanks the harpoon from his body and you see his body kind of like slightly lurch up out of the water before sinking again. It pulls it back to strike at you with it and when you pull the blade back and just thrusts it right into its chest and well, can someone grab for it or is that not happening? I know. Can I? Is he thinking? Can I, as a bonus action? Yeah. Action. yeah. Ah. All right. Sorry. Don't worry if I sink. I'll, 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 I'll be yeah, okay. He'll be able to fix him in a second. I have that armor. All right. I'm sure you have the armor on. So, so he starts to sink, and the body just buoys itself back to oh. the top. It's a life preserver. It's a life preserver. Yep. Yeah. 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 It's the mariner's armor that he had. He had put, the chamber put over. That's like the that's first time I've loved life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it ends Yasha's turn. Not Caleb. You guys are up. I only, uh, Caleb is going to walk uh, behind Callie, so he's got good view of uh, Merman over Fort. I'm going to use the glove of blasting. Uh, first one is a natural one, so that does not hit. The second one is a natural twenty. All right, against which one? Against the one right over Fort. All right. Uh, so that is Shiza, 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 Shiza. Uh, so what are you? Yeah. Are you okay. in melee with that thing? Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. 12 total since it was a crit. All right. It's still up. It is still up. As it bursts into it, the flames kind of burn across its system, but you see its body itself is kind of damp and slick anyway, so they see the dark black scorch marks, but nothing more than that. And the third ray is not good, just a ten. Ten, unfortunately. Hits the ground behind it, or hits the wall, kind of burns across and vanishes across the rock. Uh, That finishes your go. Not your up. I will lean out. And is, is someone engaged with this one where I would get sneak attack? Okay, cool. I will. I will attack with a crossbow bolt. Uh, 24. That hits. Okay. Uh, ooh, it's all terrible. Come on. Oh. Yeah. 15. Hey. 15. Mm-hmm. Already. Mm-hmm. As you fire this one, it manages to pierce right under its throat. Ooh. And it kind of, it turns back towards you and it grabs the, the, the harpoon off the ground. And as it kind of pulls it back, you watch as the blood just gouting out of what seems to be a major vein or artery in its oh. throat. And it tries to get the strength, and as it does, it kind of pulls back and gets woozy, throws it, and it lands maybe two feet from where it grabs it. With a horrible gurgle, falls to the ground, and kind of begins to slip and sink into the water. Uh, uh, shit. 
Um, I, can I use uh, my bonus action I, I'll, uh, to fire the other one? Why not? Yeah, yeah. There's advantage in this one, though. Yeah. Uh, 15. 15 hits. Uh, that's six points of damage! Nice! <laughs> nice! All right. That ends not turn, or you move? No, I will stay there and huddle closer to Molly Ma. <laughs> Perfect. Will you step out? I did step out. No, I'm, I'm huddling away from Molly Ma. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Callie and Jester. Um, my, I'm going to send duplicity me towards Ford. And she's in her illusion going to hug him and cast cure wounds. Oh. I will call from a distance going, don't worry, Ford, you'll be okay. <laughs> And I'll cast it at level Oh, because Seven. Oscar. So, 11 points. Oh, but you are conscious. <gasps> Come, you look up and see, like, the faintly illusory image of Jester holding you. Thanks. Thanks, Jester. And then big me over top of her. Oh, God! What <laughs> <laughs> do you love? What's wrong with both? And then I'm going to use uh, my bonus action. To cast spiritual weapon right over top of the other fishman in the back there. Roll that attack, roll. Nerd 14 plus something, so I think that hits. That's armor class is 13. Yeah. So that is 1d8 plus 4. Force damage, so eight force damage. Alrighty. Then it's Jester's go. Kelly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Kelly is going to run up off of Yasha, and you see she's just like, ah, and she kind of almost shoves Yasha out of the way. Um, and I want to get as close as I possibly can. Am I within 15 foot there? You are. Okay, so <laughs> she stops for a moment, and you see this kind of green sort of magic floor around. I'm going to cast Dragon Breath at third level on myself. And then she kind of inhales. What? Acid Breath. 15 foot cone over the creature. Yeah, 15 foot cone. That's what you just did. That'll do. As the acid just sprays out towards it, it covers the area. Dex Dexamitra for the marrows. To avoid it, that is a natural 3 plus 0. That is a failure. 46 damage. But, oh, I was going to re-roll some of this, but I'm not now. <laughs> that's going to be that's 19 acid damage. Oh, oh, nice! As you finish spraying it down, you see, like, all the flesh in the outside of its body is going to melt away and burn and bubble. And it, it's pretty scarred, just from that immediate spray across the front part of its face. Come on, come and get me. You know, the eye gleaming still with the light spells. All right, that finishes your turn. Uh, Bo, top of the round, you. Okay, I'm going to... Just stride forward. Boof. Goof. Doof. Careful of your head. And just... Oh, oh, this is what Travis deals with all the time. Um, And kind of through Callie's acid mist, I'm just going to kind of split the air and cut down and just do a big slap right on the side. Okay. All right. Uh, As you go for the big sweep, your staff goes... Rock and shale is just being ground and falling all around you. Yeah, I get stuck a little bit, but then it just gives me a nice little snap. Exactly. A little snap of the end. Okay, I'll take that. That's enough. Yep. Um, uh, 19? That hits from damage. 19! I don't know. It's enough. 
Yeah, sometimes I just get really 
aggressive sometimes. I'm sorry. Um, I know that was it was intense. There's a lot in that. You're gonna be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, I get really possessive about certain things sometimes. Yes. Like dragon blood and. Oh, I, I. Oh, but thank you for looking out for me. You're right. You're, you're gonna feel you're gonna feel a little weird in a few minutes. I apologize for that. It's it's a thing. Okay. Let's 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 clear this water. And let's take a breather. Let's sit down. Get this guy out of the tunnel in case somebody comes through the tunnel. I don't want anyone to see him right away. Yeah. Is he gone? Yeah. All right, so is he, is, do you clear the water? Yeah. You do, and you see uh, it, it's, it's the tunnel kind of curves below and evens out. And it seems like it sunk, hit the, the bottom sediments, and just kind of dragged a little bit and come to rest about maybe 15 feet below the surface. So you take a moment to go ahead and dive under, grab it, and kind of either through a chain of hands or whatever. It's pretty heavy. It's a large body. probably weighs... Close to maybe 800 pounds. Oh my God. So you guys have to all together kind of pull it up, and it takes a few moments to do so. Wow. But just was pretty beefy. Yeah. Um, so. Me and Yasha basically got that. Can the two of you eventually get it up back into the chamber? So. Roughly a minute later, I say, so you have been somewhat charmed by a circus carney. It's going to be okay. At which point this friend spell ends and you can feel an influence that was previously there over your personality. He seemed a little angry. He didn't mean anything by it. It's fine. It's fine. Just trying to keep everything copacetic, you know. No, I know. Thank you, Mr. Keller. Thank you. No, it's fine. Um, I, I do understand why it's fine. I, yeah. Thank you. Thought you needed a minute of clarity. It's fine. Um, I, people normally react really worse when I go like that, so it's fine. You guys didn't beat me up. You didn't try and kill me. It's great. You guys are nice. No, I mean, you know, you have a lot of scales in your face, but look at this one. Yeah. Look at this one. Look at this one. Look at this one. <laughs> this one, my son. You know, we're kind of... We can deal with tempers. It's just... You all look fantastic. That one as well. Oh, she's so cute as well. You're <laughs> really lucky. Kitty! Kitty! Sure. I am keeping an eye on these pools looking for any movement, by the way. Here he kind of comes around the corner with the dagger, sees you all standing there. You did it. You did it. You killed that. Runs up to the body there and goes... <laughs> oh, I killed people. <laughs> I'm so happy. I can't... Just be good. Stabs the body a few more times. Somebody help me check these crates. Yeah, I'm going to start looking through. All right, who's helping the investigation? I'll investigate. Okay, someone, individual has to help me. investigate. All right, so Caleb being aided, so go ahead and make it with advantage. Yeah, I get my on fire. You do? Yeah. Hey, Kelly. Cocked. That wasn't cocked. Well, it was on a magnet. So it was stuck to a magnet. Oh, did it? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Metal. Uh, an advantage. Well, we'll call the first one, which was a three on a magnet, and the second one was a seventeen plus my eight is a twenty-five. Okay. And it's a light die. It's not like a heavy one that wouldn't be affected by the magnet. It's a magnet. Oh, it's a magnet. I can do this. Have you not played with your guild die yet? Yeah, it's only... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. 25. All right. So as, as as you guys are rummaging through with, with Caleb kind of helming this this uh, section, you're going through a bunch of empty crates, partially destroyed crates, kind of pushing aside the uh, mostly torn apart corpse of this crocodile and kind of ignoring that. Um, you managed to find uh, a number of gold and silver pieces that have been just kind of scattered and lost and kind of fallen into the sand. You're kind of digging through the uh, the natural kind of gravel and sand floor of this chamber. 
uh, and finding that a lot of it just kind of been buried. They weren't interested in gold pieces. They weren't interested in money. And a lot of that was just left behind and scattered and, and has been covered. So you take a moment to pull through, and you manage to acquire 185 gold and 210 silver pieces and uh, 65 copper pieces. 210 silver, you said? Correct. Distribute that equally, however you would do that with that Okay. You find a bunch of uh, jewelry, necklace and rings, that are kind of just thrown about and lost. Do you need diamonds? Do you need 300 gold worth of diamonds? I a bunch of jewelry into Jester's hands. Okay. Um, all the jewelry together would come to about, just for your purposes of, of resale, about 250 gold worth of jewelry. Um, there, there are no diamonds in there worth 300 gold, sorry. Uh, there are four sets of manacles. Trading in manacles all the time. These didn't work. Nice manacles. The manacles are empty, though they are bloody. Four sets of bloody manacles. And that's the tentacle. Do they have any reddish markings on them or anything like that? No, these do not. These are plain manacles. And they're like humanoid size. Uh, roughly, yeah. All right. Um, there are a number of broken vials of some thick purple liquid, but two of them are not broken. You rolled really high in your investigation. Mm-hmm. So two vials of a thick purple liquid, roughly about that big. Um, it's like a thick, oily substance. I'm going to take these for a moment. Mm. Or maybe ten moments. Uh, and then not. You kind of see one thing, nothing feel about it, you pull it out, and it looks to be uh, a well-crafted marble uh bowl of gold inlay of a curious design. The edges of the bowl shift into what looks like five multiple dragon heads equally separated and then each dragon the eyes are tiny gemstones. But like one's are one sets rubies, one sets emeralds, one sets sapphire, one sets diamonds. Conceal this from Cali. Uh all right, go ahead and make a uh, a sleight of hand check. Cali go ahead and make a perception check. I will use my luck point. Oh, oh. You have Uh, 28. Oh, 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 you really, people don't like it when um, you seem to really like cute things. I just, I, I guess it's, you know, one of those things where, and she's doing this as she's going through the crates. Uh, I guess, like, I used to, you know, I was a kid, and I used to ask for, like, dolls and pets and stuff when I was growing up, and mm. the cult used to give them to me, Chris used to give them to me, and I don't know, just, there's a lot of bad stuff in the world, you know, and it's nice to appreciate nice things sometimes. Sure. You know, I just, I like having and finding cute stuff. Do you not like that? I... I I just I might appreciate some other things. Your outfit's cute though. Man, thank you. That's all right. You're welcome. <laughs> I thought this. I was sure it was here. I I traced it. I followed them. I knew that it was coming through this. Maybe I missed it. Maybe I. Maybe I've messed up. 
I'll see this first. It gets double glacier. It's about, uh, it gets about five or six feet deep. I'm going to search the bottom of it. Yeah, uh, the investigation check will be disadvantaged. Are there any uh, I'll take a look. Sure. People dropped, like the, the hook or the spears or were they tridents or anything like that? Uh, they're like, uh, there's one of them that was, the, that was a three-pronged trident and two that were just like long harpoons. They were all hooked at the tips and they had these like kind of thick rope cable on the edge they were using to pull them back in. Could I pick up one of the tridents? Does it just seem like an average, like... Just a trident. I, I would propose... Like I just rolled a 17 on perception to see if Caleb noticed not even I, do that. I'm going to come tell you anyway. So. Well, but <laughs> you rolled a 28, so it would be yeah, super no hard for that. anyone at the table to have seen no, you. Yeah, no one noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody noticed. I'm still keeping watch with the... I'm, wa- I'm watching the hole. I wanted to look yeah. in the pools, too, so I, I would have... Can she give me advantage on that, or... Sure. I mean, I, I would we've had a, Usually you get something you before you know. Cool. We I were know. just... We didn't want to interrupt the That's thing. That's fine. That's fine. And it doesn't matter anyway. It's eight. Okay, I mean, it's it's brackish and thick, and you don't really find Something much of interest. Right. Yeah. Uh, check that other one, too. You do, find, you do find what looks to be some bones. I can clear the water as well. I'll, okay. I'll clear yeah. it. And looking through, you, you find what appear to be a number of uh, discarded humanoid skeletons. Mm-hmm. Four of them, to be exact. Maybe the other one, then. Maybe. Um, it's in the next room. There's still another room. There is? Yes. We were coming from somewhere. I mean, I there could be 20 of them on the other side of this. Sure. Could be a whole network Can of cats. Can we in the, the hole? I think we're going to have to. I mean, um, until we find... Oh! We have no. thunder sticks. We do? We do have boom sticks. Mm. Is this the end of our task here? And we're supposed to secure the safe house. As we're having this conversation, mm-hmm. you kind of feel this... this strange crawling sensation in the back of your head as you're looking past this pool down into the darkness below kind of even though it's clear you know you can see the ripples and there's something kind of gently tugging you that direction and a familiar voice kind of creeps in sourceless within your brain that says So anyway, <laughs> we just killed Ford's family. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I feel like we should check and see if there's like twenty of them on the other side of this thing. Or like you said, we just destroy the entrance to where they can't come don't through. We a, don't we have a cat that can become a fish? Uh, well, it takes a lot. It takes time I'm and equipment. Plus, some of us can swim. We could pop down real quick and sink yeah. down there. I'm taking those two purple vials and walking around the corner of it this way mm-hmm. to set them down and start doing my thing. In a moment, I'm going to start pulling out my book. Okay. I will join him. Anyone else feel like going for a, <laughs> a swim? Yeah? Yeah. I want to yeah. Yeah. join you for a swim. I, I need to check it and make sure it's not... Yeah, in that if there is a room back there, I need to make sure it's not here. Where can, we don't know if there's going to be air on the other side of that house. So we need people. To yeah, see. one person that can read really well. Ford, you are familiar with this. You can you hold your breath for a long time? Yeah, pretty decent. All right. How about you like, go? Like forever? Yeah. <laughs> no, as long as you don't mind dying. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what if we what if we tie rope to you? We have an extra 50 feet. We didn't yeah. really need to rest. Do we think well, we should rest okay. again? Just, oh, it's another hour. Yeah, we're, we're going to do this. Oh, you can only do it one once day. a day. Yeah. What, the, uh, the short, short rest? Short rest? Short rest? Oh, short rest you can do as many times as you, you want. Yeah. 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 
Ooh. I mean, because you're, you're low on health still, oh, aren't you? Yeah, but I mean, we're fine. I mean, if you want to just swim and buy, yeah. you're just going to swim and come back. Yeah, just, I'm just going to go down. If I start right. running short on air, I'll just go back. back. Yeah. And we'll have a rough time. We'll have a rough time. We'll have a rough time. If we're not going to take a short rest, if we're not going to take a short rest. No, no, you don't need to do that. There's no need, gesture. We'll take a short rest afterwards. Just a quick little recon. Here. Yes. Yeah. I'll drop the rope and jump in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just going to call to Caleb and no. just tap we him on the shoulder. And say, King, King, for God's sake, I think this is the bowl that Callie was talking about. And I just instantly cast Identify takes one minute on, on the two vials and the bowl. Okay, make a perception check. I'm over. Yeah. Yeah. On the other side. Oh, all the way on the other side. Yeah, I have a minus one. It's like a 13. Yeah. Right. She's pretty right. oblivious. Yeah, no, there's no way. All right. Um, These are the worst people. We don't know that. Yet. I didn't know that. One. <laughs> I might be the third from the worst people. <laughs> 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 there's no one coming here. That's the worst thing anyone has said about us. <laughs> I don't have a minus nine work. The, uh, the bowl is magical. Yeah. Um, it is used as a uh, communion device uh, when granted with enough uh, blood and given the proper ritual, it's used to uh, acquire uh, auguries, various uh, bits of divination and uh, communication across the divine gate with whatever this scaled tyrant may be. And, but it needs a lot of blood. Uh, it needs enough to fill the bowl. And, and I can tell from my identify spell that its purpose is to speak with this thing on the other side. This day. Some sort of commun- communion. That's all you can make out from it. What about the vials? Uh, the vials are not magically enchanted. That sucks. Okay. So n- nothing to be told. Okay. So, do you think we should I don't want to. What's the O-horn? You, you don't want the bowl? Horn. No. Okay. Do you think it's bad to give it to her? I'm not there, but... No. Do you think it's bad to give it to her? I don't know. Um, it is not of any use to us, I don't think. Okay. Well, then let's give it to her. I stick it into my satchel for the time being. Okay. All right. So what are you guys doing? You, you're underwater, Sephora. You're swimming down, going through the darkness. Keeping away there. It goes under for about 30 feet, 40 feet. You're kind of pulling your way across the ceiling as it levels out. Kind of curves a bit. Straightens. The lungs start to hurt a little bit, but you're still holding your breath okay. Kind of pulling your way through this darkness. So uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm not okay with this. Uh, you pull it under, and you're you're uncertain as to, as to where it'll end. And this that that brief little little peaking fear in the back of your mind flashes the memories of being under the ocean, of the shipwreck, of looking up and and not knowing which direction was up, and that kind of gives you this brief surge of vertigo. And you kind of stop for a second and bubbles of escape. Go make a Constitution saving throw. Twenty-one, but you push through, continue, swim across, swim, 
swim. You come up, and all of a sudden you can see now it begins to rise up once more. And you begin to swim up, pull across the front, and then suddenly your fingers break water. But you do so carefully. Take a, take a breath slowly as your head emerges from the dark water in what is a large, darkened chamber. You can only see... Make a perception check with disadvantage. Six. You see where, where this, this about like 15, 20-foot pool that you've emerged from opens up into this chamber that is filled with low water and a number of divots and pools within... The bars of land are pretty limited and thin. Um, and you see from the peripheral of your vision before it, it ends at that point, roughly five or six more of these creatures. You see a very, very faint glow in the distance. Uh, what looks to be a number of objects that are just piled and shoved into like a central place. You see... Uh, Elements, what looks to be some sort of an old pieces of stone structures that have fallen in this chamber inside here had some sort of a, a built or constructed purpose long ago, and a sense has kind of crumbled as the earth has shifted. Um, that's as much as you can make out. I'll take a big breath, blow it all the way out, go back under. Pushback. Okay. Cool. Making your way through. Now you know the path is there. The confidence, because you know there is air, eventually helps you kind of push through. You make it halfway through. What's the depth like as I'm going through? Uh, it's about 15, 20 feet. So I can see the bottom. You can see the bottom, yeah. Okay. Um, you do manage to come out the other side, <laughs> emerge, and take your breath. Now that you've been through once and managed to go through a little more confidently, you didn't have to worry about holding it. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah. Now there's... There's another room. There's five more of them, if I remember. There's a, Yeah, there's a whole other cavern. It's like ruins and, and objects and all sorts of stuff. We're not done with this by a damn sight. I mean, look, our, our job was to secure the safe house. We shouldn't collapse this and say job done. Yeah. There were so many things. There were crates and objects. Well, I mean, what that changes the safe house? East that other tunnel. What if this whole thing is the safe house? Well, it could be underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. What if it's beyond even what Ford has just seen? We do not know what we are talking about yet. We could guard this entrance and rest up for a bit and get ourselves together and carry through. It's not that far. I think everybody could make it. I, I certainly could tell somebody if they're not a very good swimmer. But Maybe run a line have the rope in case. Yeah, you know, we could... Um Rest up here on the back corner of this chamber. I could cast my silver thread across this pool here on the other side. If anything comes through, it wakes us up. We'll be ready. We get ready for going further. We could even, we could even sleep upstairs, cast the thread and sleep upstairs. Yeah. Good. And there's, I know there are five, but I think we use this funnel point as like a fatal funnel, right? We make them come through one at a time. So send some bait and bring them back through, but only when we're ready. What do you think? I'm okay with that. Sure. Yeah, I agree with that. Sally? I, I want to help you guys. I really do, but 
if what I'm looking for is not here, I, I've got to try and find it, and if, I've got to stop these people getting it. The longer I spend here, if it's not here, the better chance they have of finding it, and I can't let that happen. What if you spend one more night with us here? I, I really want to, Mr. Caleb. Like, you all seem so nice, and you're the first people I could even say that I've made friends with, but this is too important. I, I can't believe we didn't find that the bowl for you. Tell me. Maybe I messed up. That, like I said, I'm not very good in the outside world, and I thought I found it here, but it's fine. I, so if it's in the What do you need it for? What are your intentions with it? Honestly, look me in the eye. What do you mean to do with this thing when you find it? Mr. Caleb, I want to destroy it. I mean... How will you destroy it? To be honest with you, I don't know. But I know... I'll find a way if I have to. But I just... The biggest thing I'm afraid of is that the cult and Ceres, they'll find somebody like me. They'll find somebody descended from an ancient dragon like I was. And then they can do this all again. I got away once. I can't let that happen to someone else. Yasha, will you come here, please? Yeah? I need your help. Molly Mock, will you come here, please? Yeah, sure. Beauregard Ford, will you come here, please? What? Sure, hold on. It's hard to move away from the Oh, Once oh. You want me to come here, please? You want us to be together because we're an awesome Could you come duo. back with me, just so please? Whatever. Good. Once there is a defensive wall between me and Callie, I pull the bowl out of my bag. Where did you find it? In here. You had it all Caleb, you found the bowl! I'm so proud of you! No. I'm so proud of you! Yeah, Kiri's proud of you too! No, Kiri, Bren found the bowl. Callie, I would like to help you, but I this thing is a... Uh, Powerful. Yes. And I met you ten hours ago? Mr. Caleb, all I can tell you is that the whole reason I came here is to find that to... Let me tell it this way. Do you care about these people? you care about this group? Yeah, I do. Then don't keep that thing. The cult will find you. I know more about them than you. I can hide. I can stay away from them. Well, I have a wonderful compromise. You know, we can all camp down here, as I suggested, you included. And in the morning, my good friend Jester can get to the bottom of your intentions for good. For real. Caleb's still pulling the bowl. Mm-hmm. Can I snatch it out of his hand real quick? Oh, shit. Go ahead. Go ahead and make a uh, second dexterity check. Oppose. Never know. That's where I'll go. Yep. What do I do? Dex, dex check. Oh, it's going to be so good. Disadvantage for you because you weren't expecting it. Sure. Oh, great. Well, that's a two, so I think this story is over. <laughs> uh, the second one was an 18. Hey. Oh, three. <laughs> 10. No, 11. 11. 11. No, 10. The bull leaves your hand, and now Bo's holding it. I'm playing game of keep going. Are you yeah. natural bow or big ass bow? Big. I think no, I'm it's natural. Not. No, it's not. It's one minute. minute. One minute. Um, oh, God. Caleb. Why would you not want to wait 12 hours to see if this woman's intentions are true or not? What difference does it make? What difference does it make? This bowl. You don't can... have it in your hand anymore, Caleb. 
concealed. <laughs> this bowl that I am talking about can be used to speak to one of the most evil entities in the history of creation, so I think it warrants another 12 hours of waiting to get to the bottom of it. I don't think you should stop someone from talking to a god if they want to talk to a god. Okay, I, don't, I don't want to talk to her, just I want to make that clear. If you want to destroy oh. it, why don't we just destroy it right here? I don't think it can. I, I always thought that, well, you'd need something more impressive to do that, but if we can destroy it here, then so be it. I think it's going to be a little bit beyond your capabilities to destroy this bowl, Yasha. Mr. No, Caleb... I don't mean me. I, I, I think... Have you got chocolate on your no, arm? No, yes, I do. Caleb, I respect you. chocolate! You... <laughs> Caleb, I, I respect you and, and all of your intentions, but your caution does not get to control other people's destinies. That bowl is used for communicating with the mother of dragons. You are trying are you going to, are you going to, to rest control now? this. Are we doing anything else? Are you resting now? Are we, uh, do you wish to take this time now? You Just, had uh, no have intentions of wanting this bowl or needing this bowl or caring about this bowl until Callie came around. Beauregard, Callie. keep the bowl all night so that Jester can use the spell she used in the past for truth. And then we ask Callie, and I would love to hear <laughs> if Callie's intentions are true and good. And if they're not, we'll find I out. You, Callie. I don't think I need to test it on you. But you need to trust each other. Actually, here's an insane thing that occurred to me, is that, technically speaking, Charm Person lasts a really long time. Friends? Friends. Friend. You you I cast Friends. One minute. Um, you cast Friends. Oh. oh, I have it as well. Well, I you could you Charm Person. You tried to cast something on your friend, the guide, right? To make him tell the truth. Yeah. Do that on me. I won't resist it, I promise. That's a good offer. Remember that. Yeah, okay. Uh, I suggest you tell us the absolute truth of your intentions with this one. I'm not, I don't want to resist it. Mm -hmm. I intend to either destroy it or find somewhere secure that the cult of the caustic heart, servants of the scale tyrant, can't find it. Because oh, so the <laughs> they knew my power. They knew that I'm descended from an ancient black dragon from far away. And if they find another one like me, they could do terrible things. I promise you, Mr. Caleb, I promise you, that all I want is to right some of the wrongs that I once did as part of that group. I helped kill people, I helped torture people, I've got to make this right. And it's the only way I can do this. I don't know much, but I know that the only person that can take that thing and make sure it's not used for ill is me. Mr. Caleb. <laughs> you have the helm. There's only so many burdens we're expected to bear. Before we're just asking for failure. I don't want you to have to bear this one. I'm glad for you to take it. I'm a little surprised uh, at the rest of you for me being cautious, but uh, I'm glad for you to take it. Thank you. Oh, no, I'm with you. I 
grab Caleb, drag him aside, hand Callie the bowl, drag Caleb over to a private corner, and I say, look, we all have our fucking trauma. You understand that? We all have our fucking garbage and our dirt and our shit, but you don't get to use your skeletons in your closet, your PTSD, to be shitty and control other people and what they want. It does not make you the authority on what's right and what's wrong. Just because you think that you're a shitty person, guess what? We're all fucking shitty people. Are we separate or are we not separate? I get feeling like a shitty people. I don't speak for the rest of these guys, but I get feeling shitty. But it doesn't mean that you get to impress that on other people and make them feel like shitheads just because you are. Oh, God, what if she had been lying to us? Then she fucking lied to us. And we take that and we learn that as a lesson for later on. Miss Beauregard, if I can? Yes, Callie. I think out of everyone here, from what I've seen, Mr. Caleb's the only one who really understands how powerful this thing is. Even I didn't know as much. I appreciate everything that you've just said, and it's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. Please don't blame him. He was doing he was doing the right thing. I'm not blaming him. Okay. It's just that this isn't the first occurrence of something like this with him either. I think he's trying to do the right thing. I think he is too. Okay. You were right, Caleb. You're just a shitty communicator. That's kind of what Molly said. Yeah. I told you exactly what I wanted to do and why. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. I don't know what you're talking about, and I walk away from her without saying another word. That's fair. I'm going to look at everybody. I really wish I could help you with the rest of this, but I've got to get this thing away from you. You know, people will be after this as soon as I can. There's trolls out there and gators. I'll be, I'll be careful. Oh, yeah, I'm just kind of curious. You don't want to try and like smash it on the ground real fast just for shits and giggles? I can try. Yeah, I mean, just while we're all here, right? There's a match of lighting before. <laughs> you throw it the ground, ping, boom, boom, kind of rolls off. I'm you give it to Yasha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. All the acid runs off of it. Unscathed. Yasha, chuck that shit in the side of the wall, wait. Wait, is it. Is it magical? Mm hmm. Super, super. Highly. Um. This I'm going to try to take out my magician's judge sword. Mm-hmm. I can try to do so that. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. Okay. Try to do it. So you're going to strike it as you're dispelling it? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you hold your magician's judge up. You lift it over your head and swing it down with all your might. Go ahead and make the check for the dispel magic on the, on the sword. Dude, oh shit, that's a spell magic. What's that? Uh, it's, it's under the description of the sword on your on your app. <laughs> you're good, you're good. The D20 plus the other one. A sword of perfect Not the attack roll, it's under the ability. That's the way I do at the third level and the ability check bonus for the spell is plus three. Yeah, so roll an add three. That's so funny! <laughs> Thirteen. Thirteen. Good. 
as you strike downward, there's a brief moment where you see a flash of energy as if the field is temporarily dissipating whatever magical connection this object holds. And in that brief, ever so subtle instance of time in which this marble bowl is left in just a, as a brief blip in history that is exposed to the elements, the blade carves through and shatters. You watch as the glow. For that instance, you watch as there is a brief burst of bright green, blue, uh, red, white, black energy emanates in this kind of low growling rumble. And with that, the bowl and whatever enchantment it held is gone. You did it. You did it. Sorry. No, Yasha, you destroyed it. That, that's exactly what I wanted to do. I didn't think it would be possible. I, I really didn't either. I just... <laughs> I owe you the biggest drink. Oh, my God. It's Yasha, right? You need to be careful. I don't know if... I mean, that thing was connected to the scale tire.